You know his house smelled like spices all day. Probably smelled like that Cincinnati chili. Man, I remember I had these homies, and they was... He hated that they were Hindu or... Whatever they were, he hated it. So he would say they were Hawaiian. And I remember I went to their house. And he was like, yeah, you know, come over, play basketball. They got a brand new basketball hoop. And I remember I was walking through the house. First of all, it smelled like, pfft, smelled like every spice on earth. Nah. It smelled like, <laughs> it smelled like, I mean, nothing but rubs in there. And I looked in the corner and they had, you know, the elephant, Krishna. Is that what that is? No, the Har- elephant. Hari Krishna? I don't know. I don't know. And it was like, whatever they, all that stuff. And I was like, well, this cat ain't Hawaiian. He lying. Now, I knew he wasn't because we called him Ron. But when they did a roll call in class, his name was Ranesh. I remember they was like, yeah, you want to stay up for dinner? And I was like, yeah, cool. So they had made like this cauliflower with like red curry and like maybe some non bread. I don't know, some like bread stuff. So I was like, oh, shoot. Like, I thought this was a vegetarian little joint. So I threw the cauliflower in the naan like a taco. And I was just eating it like a burrito. And they was like, this. Like, <laughs> and the dad was like, and the mom looked like she was about, like, I just disrespected the, like, entire nation or something. She was like, you know, like this. And, and then the dad goes, if he's comfortable with eating it like that, let him eat it like that. And I looked at them, and they was like, well, we eat it like this. And they were ripping the bread, and then they scoop up the cauliflower, eat it, yeah. scoop it. And I was like, man, that's way too nice. I just kept eating it like a burrito. <laughs> True story. Shout out to Ranesh. Uh, fat, crazy family, though. I remember his mom used to always try to sue everybody. And I wonder if she had, like, act like she slipped in Lucky's. Mm-hmm. This was Lucky's in California, right? Slipped, came to the house, brand new Dodge minivan. Uh, she was like, I'll take you out of school. Brand new Dodge minivan. My mom couldn't get her to give us a ride to school for nothing. But when she got that new Dodge minivan, oh, my gosh. She was there every day. <laughs> I still be asleep. She already outside honking. I'm like, yo, we got about an hour and a half. <laughs> Ron was such a liar. Huh? I mean, he told everybody he was a black belt. And then... I went to his karate class with him, only a blue belt. Black. I was like, man, this cat, he was like, yo, can you, can you not tell nobody at school? I was like, man, <laughs> lying self. So, uh, you didn't even watch Power Rangers. Just this guy like ain't me. even that good. Who? Filipino man. I don't know nothing about him either. I was hoping you did. It said he tried to play in the D League, but he got, but he ain't good enough. You're not good enough in the D League or G League. He averaged 19 points a game in Filipino Basketball Association. Like, uh, I mean, do they only score 35 a game? Because if they do, then 19 is good. But I mean, 19 don't sound. Uh, too. Let me start this podcast. Yo, stink this podcast episode 246. You, you this one. Yes, yeah, oh. episode 246, <laughs> George Gregg back in the building. Appreciate everybody who likes, subscribe, share, all that stuff. Damn, this story is like asking, how was it, how was it to cop the Air the Air Filipino shoot, the, uh, exclusive Jordan 4s? <laughs> like, well, he was just camping on the streets like everybody else? I was looking up him, but his girlfriend is more popular than him. Like, she's like... No wonder he got a deal. Some type of maybe Instagram type person, or she just looks good or something, but like... Like, everything was about her, like, in swimsuits and bikinis and stuff. And I'm assuming the pictures are in the Philippines. I mean, it was the beach, but I don't know, man. A lot of stories I heard about the Philippines, they didn't look that nice. Now, when <laughs> I saw Anthony Bourdain go there, it looked pretty nice. Well, he was in the trenches. Well, he was eating, like, duck head and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Well, we already know what he was trying to do, where he goes everywhere. Appreciate That's gross. Appreciate Oh, no, you crazy. Well, well it is, but. Damn, and he would go places and eat, like, snake and 
and scorpion. And yeah, stuff. but that was tight. No, that's nasty. Oh, uh, you crazy. See, I would do stuff You're like that. You're not eating it? Uh, I would if like, I'm going to places like that. Now, they got to have exquisite yeah, plumbing. getting $5 million like him or whatever his contract was, maybe. Uh, I mean, in many places exquisite you Exquisite plumbing. They probably the, got no plumbing. Probably zero. Right outhouse. <laughs> that's facts. No disrespect to uh, <laughs> <laughs> listeners in the Philippines. PGA. I know they got slow internet because Alan lived there for a year, so. Oh, you know what? He lived there when we was doing sneaker valet. I remember like communication was slow. <laughs> you hit him up on like Monday, he wouldn't get back to the Wednesday night. He coded an entire uh Legends of Zelda video game. I don't know how you did that and with that internet. Fam, he created Legends of Zelda video game and the sneaker valet <laughs> on that internet. He might be the greatest coder of all time. Because <laughs> <laughs> I remember when we had that app, whatever that app was, we would communicate with each other and we would send all them oh, passwords. Yeah. We had all them Twitter accounts. Y'all don't know what we talking about. We talking about when Nike had Twitter RSVP and we had probably I one of the of OG bots. Listen, never even, didn't even use it. Probably didn't even know it exists. Yeah. I went back and found some of them old accounts. I'm going to still follow the same spots. <laughs> What's that app called? Bandcamp? It was called oh, something, yeah, Bandwave yeah. or whatever. I just found a list of, on my old computer, I powered it up, and it yeah. had a, a note with all the passwords and stuff. And I was like, let me go to Twitter and try to log in. I'm joining still there. I looked at the DMs. It was like, fam, y'all, y'all the greatest. Thank you. It was like, you're 13. It was like, y'all, thank you for this. I was needing this. Thank I you so much. I didn't get one wink of sleep one night. Like, I was Damn. up for 24 hours straight one of them days. I didn't leave the computer one day. I peed in a gallon of water under the bar. Oh, that was bro. when you were waiting for the I stayed home from what took off of work and stayed at home on the computer. I was like, this is peeing in this gallon of water. I was like, as, cause every single time we would try to Twitter RCP, it would be as soon as we left our phone or like we just wasn't paying no attention or we would go to lunch and get on the elevator, no service, and then get on the elevator and it happened or whatever. Uh, appreciate everybody who likes, subscribe, share all that stuff. Um, shout out to MGK. Uh, the shoe campaign, you know, respect your shoe campaign is over, but I, I want to give a shout out to them because I appreciate them getting the kit out to everybody as fast as possible. If you haven't got your kit yet, I'm sure it's on the way, but I do want to tell everybody you can go to their uh, YouTube page. They have one called the Shoe Care University. Check out how to use the products, kind of check out um, how to clean them, proper ways to do it and use it. But like I said, I appreciate them for doing that. Hopefully down the road, we can do a little bit more with them, um, try to get something else going in the future, unless they want the official Snake This Podcast. And know. there's a lot of... Uh, people who've already got there so uh, for those of you who haven't got it if you haven't it's not a scam you can go to I mean our story might be dead by now but there's a lot of people who oh yeah yeah you're, you're gonna get your kids. kids man shout out to them uh, also today we will be doing top 10 sports moments we seen live shout out to this is a listener suggestion shout out, shout out to at Josh Mill 2323 he suggested this but he said like top Sports individual performances, which I was like, ah, you know, I was, I had saw the suggestion kind of like late last night. And I was like, ah, I do a do sports moments we've seen live, so which I thought was a, a pretty good one. So, and live means television or in person. Now, I haven't seen a lot of great things in person live before on sports wise, so there's only a couple that I can say I've seen. And one of them was like the farthest home run in like Yankee Stadium history when we were there. The judge had hit it, whatever. And I remember me and Edgar was watching, and Edgar goes, that, that ball is gone. I ain't never seen a home run go that far. <laughs> and then when we got back to the hotel, it was like, yo, that was the longest or the second longest home run in Yankee Stadium history. That was dope. That's not on my list. Also, it's sports. It could be anything in sports, all right? 
my list is fire only because I remember most of the places that I wore. I, I remember all the places I wore when I watched it. So, um, what kind of food is it when it got no explanation on the package of what it is? Like, there's literally not one single word on the package. See, I'd be assuming stuff like this came on an <laughs> airplane. Like, airplane stuff don't be having many words on it. And this is really soft. I mean, it smells good. I smelled it, but. Um, we got an action packed show today. <laughs> action packed. Um, yeah. You want to open up boxes first? I think we should do some unboxings first, real quick. Whatever pickups is, yeah. Um, okay, well, then we'll do pickups then. Are you allowed to say? Well, I asked him, and I told him, I said, he was like, yo, if you want to just say, you know, the homie, shout out to the homie. Okay. And I said, cool. Um, also, you know, we good. All right. I, I said, look, man. I said, look, don't give, me, don't say stuff to me if you don't mean it. He's like, oh no, y'all, man, y'all, yeah, yeah. So we supposed to be, we good, like. So, but <clears throat> shout out to the homie. You know who you are. He sent us some French snacks too. I uh, sent us some French snacks. We'll try. We know how much y'all love to hear us chew on a podcast. I don't know what any of these are. I mean, this kid. I, mean, is, I know what this is. This is. Well, we know what that is. But you never had this before, though. Nah. I don't think this is... Is this in the U.S.? I don't know. I mean, it just looks like a wafer with Nutella in the middle. This joint I mean, says, smell it. ready. Smells good. These are snacks from France, which is awesome because me and the wife just purchased our... Planned our trip for Paris in October. Whatever this is, this is a little bear playing soccer with no words on it at all. Oh, so you're just playing soccer? Mine is roller skating. Well, this could have poison in it for all well, I know. This is called Lulu. It smells so. good. And you could tell he's, he's French. His shirt got them stripes. <laughs> all he's missing is a, a beret. Is that what they wear? Berets? Or is that the military? Yeah, I don't think that's a real thing. A beret, right? <laughs> I mean, I don't think you walk around town and people just wearing berets in town. If they're not wearing berets <laughs> in France, then I'm, I'm going to be very disappointed. Man, it's 2021. Shout out to the man. wife, man. The when wife, are you going? 2021 or 2022? Uh, October this year. Oh, all right. October. I'm not going to say the dates on here, but shout out to the wife for planning this, man. She's just the greatest, man. She just makes sure she takes care of everything. She tried to include me in everything, but I'm just like, hey, man, just book this, book it. I, uh, whatever. You know, as long as I don't. I, I'm a little upset we're flying into Utah. Like, I don't know why but i've heard bad things about flying into utah in the summertime but if you go on in october oh, okay but it it's might not, be snowing it's though it's not good see no. we fly in october flying and to salt lake city back in the to minnesota not fun i don't want to fly out of a snow state into a snow how state how are you out going into two small airports to go to france i don't understand this We're you going, don't go to new york city Nothing? well that was one option but for some reason the best one it said was to go to utah and then take the international flight which is 10 hours from utah to paris then coming back we're going to fly to minnesota and then take the Minnesota back there. <laughs> this is the most random flights I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> she said it was the quickest and the I best. I can't even fly direct from here to Detroit or Philadelphia, but you can go direct from Salt Lake City That's to what Paris. I said. I was like, "Are you sure?" Because I was like, "I'm not taking no plane with no. I'm not taking no plane with no propellers." You might have to uh, drive from Utah to New York, and then yeah, I was fly, like, "Are you sure about this?" <laughs> but one of the issues too in New York was the layovers were like really quick so it'd be like we had to land and got like uh, 45 minutes to try to get to another plane or whatever uh these are oh the, yeah it'd probably be in a different terminal too if it's international these actually came yesterday and i didn't want to open the box and look at them these are really nice these are really nice the suede is super dope on these and i had said i like when they try to clash like og things with like classic colorways i think this is dope i saw people trying to doing videos cutting this off hey. i like this yeah I, that's fire i think that's dope to me i don't know why that I mean, why would someone want to? I don't know why someone would take it off. I mean, is it? Are those white ones out in China already? Jay sent that I picture. Don't know. Of the, 
He and, said StockX did a pop up there, which I thought maybe that was it, but <clears throat> I don't really care for those white Oreos anymore. I thought tripping. they was okay. They look like women's shoes. Well, everything that comes out looks like women's shoes. No, <laughs> I mean, no, they don't. They look like I mean, the, a women version of Oreos. I they guess. look like men should wear black Oreos, women should wear white Oreos. Uh, right. That's how they look. No, they don't. These is dope. Shout out to the homie, man. Look at that. We out here. <laughs> out here. I got to figure out uh, how to wear those, though. Yeah, I mean, I like that they're suede. Um, <laughs> Somebody like, said white pants. I was like, man, what you think I am? Dominican? I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I was like, black guys don't wear white pants. Only 19, black women sometimes. Nineteen-year-old baseball player who just signed his contract. Fact. <laughs> Only Dominicans, Cubans, Puerto Ricans wear white pants. Sir. Men during uh, spring training, them cats would be here like at LA Fitness working out, and you could tell they play like Major League Baseball. One hundred percent. They either have way too buff, way to be, like, too many. They clothes be super duper tight. Uh, they be yeah. huge. I saw a cat walking through. Um, we were in Tanger the other day, and he had on like a white socks. I don't know what it was hat. I was like, oh, he got to be like in the AAA. He got to be in something because yeah. this cat was about six nine, and was and his clothes was tighter than the mug. And I was like, okay, yeah, he definitely something. And he's didn't speak, he had a, a Cuban, a big old Cuban chain. I was like, man, his clothes are probably total about eighty seven dollars, and a chain probably about a hundred thousand. <laughs> no joke. One thing I don't like that Shout Nike continues to do is not be able to match laces and colors on shoes. I don't understand that. Like, you're a, a company. How can you not figure out how to match? Fam, that's a lot of base. That is a lot of base. How can you not figure out how to match laces with, hmm. like, the lace matches the, like, netting? Matches the netting. I mean, maybe if they tried to do that on purpose, okay. But but the shoe is nice. It like the shoe itself. Cause I, I, I thought it came out of, they don't come with second laces anymore? I don't think there's a ton of fours that are all suede. I could be wrong. Someone correct me. But I don't think there's a ton of fours that are all suede. I mean, obviously, like, the black is Nubuck, or, right. well, whatever it's called now in 2021, but... Oh, fam, that drip. You might want to check your pants. <laughs> Ooh. That joint dripped. Fam, no joke, it busts. Pause. <laughs> I in a gusher. Took one bite. Anywhere. <laughs> a gusher. Oh, they hit the table? And chocolate. Ow. Chocolate fell. Anywhere. No, chocolate fell. You better check your pants and your shoes. Oh, it's on the uh, carpet. It fell. <laughs> it's on the carpet. And I got my yeah. clots on. These are nice. Um, I just don't like when Nike can't match stuff. Like, maybe they did it on purpose because the netting is the same color as the laces, but, like... I can't think of too many fours that are like suede. I, obviously, I like lightnings are new buck, right? Um, Man, you having some problems? I'm having some problems. Then we got a paper towel. <laughs> Pause. Time out. These are nice. Fam, this thing is fire. 
Maybe Nutella is good. <laughs> <clears throat> Shout out to the homie for those. Yes, absolutely. Um, I mean, super duper shout out to him for that, man, because, you know, like I said, due to the podcast, we made like some pretty good homies, you know, through social media, stuff like that. And, you know, him, you know, being able to contact us and hit us up and, you know, make an offer to us for certain op- for certain things, man, I, I appreciate that. So shout out to him. What you got, George? This is uh, a gift for Ric Flair. Woo! Well, maybe not a gift. That's probably the wrong word. He asked me to help him cop. Hannah got early access on sneakers. So I was like, all right, get the size 11 for Ric Flair. And, uh, well, I'm, you know, I didn't tell him until I got shipping confirmation because I didn't want to jinx it. But um, talked to him talked to him earlier today. Told him I was going to ship out tonight. But I figured you open them up. I didn't know. I totally oh, forgot you, know you was going to have that. Yeah. He, uh. He only tells you stuff that he wants. He doesn't ever ask me for anything. Maybe well, because you got ninety seven accounts. But he'd probably listen to you say you never trying on sneakers ever again. And that's probably why. I try on sneakers quite often, B. All right, let's see what this is. Wait, what is this? <clears throat> I mean an early release. It was early access, so they're not out yet. I mean they're out they were out just for early access. Oh, these are kinda nice. Ooh, these is kinda nice. So these Some are reverse shadows? The most base I've ever heard in my entire life. Yep. You know, and Rick was like, "So, what do you think of them?" I was like, "Fam, I have not opened the box yet. I'm gonna see them for the first time tonight." <laughs> you know what's funny, sneakerheads. <coughs> excuse me, what? homies that we have, they just can't believe that like when packages come to our house, we just don't be like. <laughs> I'm like, man, I just go sit at the front door for at least you know a good day or two before I even get to it. And it, what's gonna make me open it is Rocio saying, "Can you get this out the entryway?" That's what's gonna happen. These is dope, but you know what's funny is. I feel like I can't tell what shadows. They look like shadows. Like, it's not enough to be like, it's reversed. I get it. Yeah. Like, the black is great. But if I wasn't paying attention, I would have been like, oh, that's a shadow. Like, I would have said, this is just an OG shadow. I wouldn't have thought nothing about it. I didn't realize this was suede. Me neither. I thought it was a... Uh... Actually, you know what? I did. I thought it was all that material, though. I didn't know the black was going to be leather. They're actually pretty nice. Yeah, I didn't realize this was suede. I like them. They all right. But like I said, if you came in walking wearing those, I would have just thought you had on shadows. <laughs> I wouldn't have even, my mind wouldn't have said like, yo, it's reversed. It ain't like bread toes or like. Yeah, but the gray is not new, whatever it is, suede, new bucks, new suede, whatever they call it. On the actual shadow, it was like it's leather. the one from oh, yeah, sure. two pairs ago or whatever is the one that has suede on it. You had them OG ones. Yeah, I bought them from the group, but them joints had no insoles. Who you bought them joints from again? I don't even remember. I remember they had no insoles and you had picked them. You know, like, I think them was, at, like Native New Yorkers. I something? think it was no box and no insole, but the shoes were actually in good shape. You still got those? Nah, I sold oh. them a long time ago. This is nice. I mean, these ain't bad, but I mean, it just, to me, it's not enough. You know what? It's a, a resale shoe. It's not enough. I wouldn't, I've never paid resale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I need a little bit more on something like this to do so. Now, you can make the same argument for a bread toe or all them other ones too, but I think them bread toes and stuff are fire. So, I'm George. I haven't seen those in person. Smell like half fours. <laughs> them joints is strong. Shout out to the homie Rick. Yeah, so technically it was Hannah's pickup, I guess, but... Uh, Dang, well, you and the missus be getting access. But Hannah got early access on that, and she got me a... It's an actual bear, man. Put a soccer ball in front of it. 
You know what it is? I think it's like <laughs> you, you better tell uh, Cortez to chill out, B. He can't act like that until he's a pro. Yeah, he was kind of a jerk yesterday at practice. But I meant to talk to him about, <laughs> oh, I got chocolate in it. I can't do that. No. Yeah, you can. You just Look ate something that. with chocolate. I bit it. You just ate something with chocolate. I bet you it was fire. I don't think pretty good. I told you. <laughs> I can't wait to go to France. I can't wait to go to Pays. Yes, authentic croissant. Croissant. Only, only hang out in Pays. Every morning. Now, he was a jerk at practice. He had seven goals this weekend, but he played two games. The first game he had four, and the second he had three. He had a, a club game on Sunday, and I thought it was at noon. It was at nine, so he missed it. But I'm going to talk about that, too, because, you know, just to let everybody know, I was I planned on having a, a clinical psychologist come on here and talk about addiction and sh- compulsive shopping is what she called it, compulsive spending. And, you know, she was talking about, like, how, like, in certain situations you may, like, translate your or transfer your compulsion of one item to something else. I think I've been getting too crazy with Cortez and soccer. Like, I, I missed the game was at 9 a.m. and I thought it was at 12 so, like, by 10 o'clock, I go on social media, and I see them posting, like, up next, the 2012 team. And that's Cortez's team. And that was, like, an hour ago up next. And I was like, yo, we missed the game. And my day was shot. Like, I was, like, I was ruined. Like, I was <laughs> so, like, annoyed by that. And I'm, I'm an on-top-of-everything type of person. So, like, I was just bothered. Like, dang. Like, I was, I was like, he about to go show out. Like, I was, like, hyped for it. And I was like, you know what? I need to relax on stuff like that because... I really do. Like, the amount of goals and stuff that he scores, yeah, it's just awesome and it's great or whatever. But, like, I got to stop. I'm pushing him way too hard. Like, way, way too hard. You know, he just texted next door and said, yo, my bad. The bass is loud. Um, but anyways, um, pickups. What? <laughs> oh. Wait, what? That was a pickup. Oh, okay. That was it? Nothing? I you think. get your cards back? Not yet. Fam, I thought you had them back this week. No, there's, there's one. Some. There's one that might ship like Friday or Monday. That's the well, that's the one I just sent on ten day to a different company. So we'll see. Well, homeboy, the White Sox is out for quite some yeah, time. Yeah, I haven't sent any of his cards in, but I mean, as long as he's see for him for me, that's like a long term card. So like, oh, it is. I like him too. I like him a lot. So. Because he's still young. He's like 23 or whatever. So, I mean, hopefully it's not like Bo Jackson hip injury. Because if it is, then it might be a problem. Anything hip-wise. But Tua, how Tua came back, I, I oh, couldn't believe yeah. that. Yeah, once he, well, he came back and he was like sprint, like running and moving. So I thought Tua was done. Anything hip-wise. Oh, Johnny got a, pulled a fire card of Tua the other day. He pulled up Tua autograph, like numbered to like 50 or 75 or something. Man, that joint is worth like 600, just a card. Not even graded. Did he put it online or anything? Nah. <laughs> Because well, we'll he does card shows, so he just saves it all for his like his his Tua card might be thing. Traded. Yeah, right. Uh, they got they get they, Aaron Rodgers. They pick wasn't it? What that's the newest thing? Well, they've been talking about it. Yeah, Miami getting him. I'm gonna tell you something. We're gonna talk about Aaron Rodgers too, but I like him. I'm 50 percent back on Rodgers side. If Aaron Rodgers goes. If he leaves Green Bay, it'll be good for me because I have some Jordan Love rookie cards, even though I think Jordan Love is trash. It'll go up once they, he's the starter, and then I'll sell them, and then they'll go back down once everybody sees how Jordan wacky Love, he is. If Rodgers doesn't get but, traded, Jordan Love is getting traded. Because what? Because they're going to have to show give Aaron Rodgers. All right, you got to talk about what you t- talked this talk morning about. then. Uh, pickups for me, I got UNLV. I mean, you got that. Dunks. Yeah. And these, I mean, we both got these. <laughs> Shout out to the homie. Like I said, you know who you are. We both got Jordan oh, 4 yeah. University you got Blues. I lost. I got UNLVs from Manor. Shout out to Manor. Mm-hmm. I was up in Manor 
They were having a conversation. They were talking. Fam, they are getting everything. South Beach 8s. Curry Lowe's are coming. He said they're supposed to be here anytime soon. Uh... What else? Oh, oh, Curry Low Dunk. I'm like Steph yeah. Curry, like <laughs> Under Armour, <laughs> <laughs> like what? Curry Low Dunks. Obviously, the reverse shadows. That, fam, I'm punching. Now nah, we gotta. Now nah, we gonna have to. Now nah, we. Now nah, we gotta get those. And I'm talking like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> yo, don't do this. That's like that. because <laughs> them the. But see, you, don't do this. for me, UNLVs. Black, black, whites, and curries are the only really ones. That, obviously, plums and biotechs or whatever back then. But like, these are clearly the only ones I really, really care about. I still want black, whites. Curries are like, fire. I might trade something I have now to like rerun. Yeah, Sakai's. Sakai's or um, I mean, my Turbo Green I have, I love it, but it's way too big. It's a size ten. It's way too big. And I, every time I try to get a nine and a half from somebody, unsuccessful. So I can never make a trade or whatever. But um. Man, Come on, they Turbo get, Green one? Yeah. Yo, I thought you had you only got one? He only had one of those. And Josh mm-hmm. got me that. Shout out to Josh. So mm-hmm. um but yeah, they said they getting everything in there. So and shout out to Manor because I was telling George earlier, the best way to do to me raffles is to buy something and you get more raffle tickets. I think I've always preferred that because you get something in return than versus paying resale. Like even if I go in Manor and buy, you know, shirts like what, $35, $40, if I go in there and buy four shirts, you know, three shirts, three shirts that I can wear and that I wanted, and I get an extra, I don't know what the dollar amount is per ticket. Was it 10 bucks per ticket or something like that? Well, I don't want to say because I may have gotten more tickets than I was oh, supposed okay. to get based on what so, I bought. So, whatever it is. And I still lost, by the way. So, whatever it is, like Manor has a lot of stuff that I want to go buy. I'm just too lazy to actually go to Manor and go get it because I'm not at work right now. I would go to Manor from work. I'm at home now working. I'm about a 45 minutes an hour away. So going in there and buying like three t-shirts that I need and then get Cruzy her little shoe thingies and whatever in a Manor water bottle, you get the tickets, throw them joints in there and you good. So I do appreciate that because it's different than going on StockX and you pay, I don't know what UNLVs go for, 280 I get nothing but heartache. So shout out to Manor for that. Shout out to Manor for doing raffles. I mean, I appreciate it. And let me tell you something. Going in Manor, it's just a good vibe. Like, it's just good vibe in there. Those cats in there wearing, saw Amy Lynn Dior, New Balances in the person 550s, you know. Shout out to Jeremy. He was in there posted, chopping it up. Like, everybody in there was cool. Like, you know, I, I was in there. he's been there one time ever and all the times I went. Every there. time I go to Manor, he's there. Oh. Except one time when I went to go do the raffle for a... Uh, Black, yellow, maize, Iowa dunks. Uh-huh. That's the only time I've never seen Jeremy in there. So, like, whenever time I go, he's in there. Uh, but shout out to them. Uh, bought a Kith shirt. And then I bought some Supreme socks. I bought a Supreme hat. I bought... You, you single-handedly keeping the brand in business. You're right. <laughs> I'm, I'm, man, because when it come back, it's going to come back with a vengeance. Uh, and I'm going to be like man. this. Uh, I'm going to be in the back. corner yeah, with so you fitted. Headphones on. This bear is good, too. I mean, he's weird. Look at his hands. His hands are dirty. He fell in the mud playing soccer. Um, <laughs> Rollerblading fell. Ooh, Celtics, Jalen Brown, hurt for the year. God, they're cooked. They already sucked. Somebody um, else is out, too, I think. Uh, maybe not. Maybe I made that up. 
I got uh, some Sambas. I bought some Adidas Sambas. This collaboration I wanted, but I was not paying full price for Sambas. So I got two, three pairs of those. And then I got Bape. Shout out to Simple for the Bape Shell Toes. I tried everywhere for them joints. I could not get them. Even one site overseas, I could, I got them, boom, in the cart. And it was like, you have to have an account with the store. I didn't have an account yet. So I tried to make an account all super fast. And I was like, man, forget this. So shout out to Simple for giving me those. And when he called me from the store, he called me. I'm coaching Cortez's soccer team. He calls me like, yo, if I can get you, you no know, simple voice. Yo, if I can get you, I said, what? He said, yo, you want you the baby, the baby, what happened? Undefeated. I said, oh, yeah. I was like, yo, I mean, if you can get him, you can get him. He was like, let me check. He was like, you got a nine and a ten lap. What do you want, nine or ten? And I said, yeah, give me the nine. He was like, you, he was like, you want a nine or a ten? I said, give me the nine. And he goes, what's up? You got left? And they was like, we got a nine. He said, like, give me the nine. I was like, all right, cool. So I got him a nine, PayPal the money, whatever. He thought I would have wanted the ten. But shout out to the homie Mike from the Sneaker History Podcast. He had put up a post and a video. or I don't think he put a video yet, but I haven't watched it. But he put a post up about the sizing is way off on him. And sizing on Shell Toes and Stan Smiths are always weird. And I got a nine. Perfect size. And Simple said in the thread, he wish he would have got that nine. I will let Simple have it since he hooked it up for me. If he got a nine and a half, but I don't know, B. I need mine to be perfect. Them Bape Shell Toe Adidas are supreme fire. Period. All right. You should be trying to get yourself a pair. Not for me. Uh, I got. Can't do shell toes no more. I got two Boston hats. Maybe three Boston hats. And what you buying Boston hats Fan, for? Because that side patch, that all-star game side patch is my favorite patch of all time. Any Boston Red Sox hat that's a decent colorway with that side patch, I'm going to buy it. Period. All right. I think I got some Dodger hats too, but I don't know. Um, and some Banana Republic stuff. Some pants and some jeans or whatnot. So that's it. <laughs> you got nothing else? Nothing? I don't think so. I think I lost every. I lost on every night. I, fam, I'm a one on sneakers in two, three months. Two months. You love saying that. No. Your oh, wife just got a pair. No, no. Early access is a win. But that ain't for me. That's for Ric Flair. You know, you only care about the W. Which we're gonna talk about. Though, no, that's not true. Well, the psychologist said that is true. So <laughs> I mean. That just- just because they're a psychologist doesn't mean they know everything. I mean, same thing with doctors and whatever else. Like, uh, yes, some people, but some people are just wrong or opinionated. Uh, you and I both know when it came comes down to sneakers, totality wise, we maybe not now as much. We cared a lot more for just the win than we did the loss. There were times when we got so full of ourselves that like us losing, we were like. Can you believe it? Like, we would win it so much. <laughs> yeah. Fact, y'all, yeah, it was. You were, we'd be heated if we didn't win. Oh, the only one that I, I mean, well, Adidas, if I lose on Adidas, I'm flabbergasted, but. That's because foot, we got so many on locker there. app, I can't win anymore. I, I sent them, they sent me a thing that said, today, actually, they sent a thing, a survey that was like, can you uh, give us some feedback on our app? And I never do surveys anywhere. I don't care. Man, I gave them a scathing review. <laughs> scathing. <laughs> They said, how many stars? Would you recommend zero to ten? They even gave, uh, gave you a zero option. Normally, they just do one to ten. They do zero to ten. Would you recommend Foot Locker app to anybody? I put zero. You know what's funny is, like, why would they? Why would we recommend this, the app? Like, <laughs> who doesn't know this? Like, yo, fam, you got to check out the, the Confirm app. <laughs> I mean, I've seen uh, Foam God losing on Foot Locker app. Like, there's no one who buys more stuff on Foot Locker than him. Uh, he cops. Everything. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, well. Fam, he should never lose on sneakers. I was going to tell him to come. He, he wins on everything. I was going to tell him to come here today. Yeah, he should never lose on anything. Shout out to Enos Way. Um, 
he made a suggestion because I'm gonna tell you something. He made a good suggestion. Listen, suggested. I'm sick and tired of people messaging me about Puma, Diodora, <laughs> and New Balance. Huh? Like, and I get that we have a lot of brand new listeners, the people who may not have listened to us. Fam, we have been New Balance connoisseurs and ASIC connoisseurs before y'all was even bothering with them. All right, so like, relax. All right, but we're gonna talk about that, that a little bit because it way, that, point. that was not J Cole in that video. That man and that Duncan in that video had Nikes on, fam. There's no way that was what him video in the thread. They sent a video in the thread that was like supposedly J Cole dunking and falling down after he dunked. Oh look! Oh, that ain't J Cole. I seen that the like a, a last week. Or that something. cat that ain't J. got Cole. Nike. Uh, uh, I think. Matter of fact, he might yeah. have. Uh, he doesn't even look like on. J Cole. Okay, right. well, it's hard to tell that, but uh, you can tell. Right. <laughs> he looks like a homie I went to high school with. J Cole, to White. J Cole. He. Can, I've seen J Cole dunk. He. J Cole's not dunking like that. Number one and number two. That dude's wearing Nikes. J Cole has a contract with Puma. He's not letting anyone get him on social media not wearing Puma. And J Cole cannot dunk with two hands. Period. Well, that's why I said that. Oh, okay. <laughs> like that was a cool looking dunk. Now he fell on the ground. Now J Cole can like dunk, but like he can't dunk. Look at that. Nah, get out of here. <laughs> That's somebody. It was from funny me. how he fell, but that's yeah, definitely not. Them dreadlocks way too thick. I don't even think them dreadlocks is real. Uh, what come out this week? The LeBron Miami Knights. You copping? <laughs> They're lows. No, I'm not copping that nonsense. Oh, okay. If they were sprites or other ones, would you have copped? What's the other one? Red Lavas? Maybe. And then once I opened the box, I would have been like, well, this is why I sold in the first place. What's the, what was the other one called? Solar Reds. Yeah. I, I probably would. These Miami Knights, I didn't care for them back then, and I don't care for them now. But I've seen some fire pictures, and I think they were Kith filters. Somebody said, yo, they look like real uh, Miami Knights. <laughs> you ain't copying. You don't care either. Uh, Air Jordan 1. I wonder if Manor's getting those. KOs. OJ KOs. Are you copping those? Nope. Not even cop to sell? I mean, if they're selling for retail, maybe, but I, <laughs> no one cares about canvas. Uh, they do now. I don't know about that. I got, I still got black toy <laughs> JKOs, shadow AJKOs, royal AJKOs, bread AJKOs, and red toy <laughs> JKOs. I'm good on AJKOs. So I, I'm thinking about cutting the top off, the shadows, the royals, and making a low top version, see how it looks just as an experiment. But right. I mean, I don't need them. Only reason why I would buy them is <laughs> yes, because my shoe surgeon. my current my Coming current house. my current Chicago <laughs> AJKO is a a size ten, so it's a little bit big. Undefeated Kobe Five Hall of Fame. No, that was in a list we did recently. Went on my list. The joints came out last year. I guess maybe they only came out like friends and family or something. You and, had them and, at some type of list. I don't know. Undefeated collaborations. Yeah. So those are whack. They're not like I don't remember them coming out, but I remember them coming out. <laughs> like I just remember the era. Neither do I. But size twelve is eleven hundred and eighty three dollars. Those are whack. Huh? They're not whack. I mean, whack. I mean, they're not. It's not one of the better fives, but Mm-mm. it's one of the better undefeated. <laughs> you know who got some bad collaborations? Is Bodega. I was looking up their stuff because we were supposed to do other store collaborations, and I looked at them. I was like, ew. Bodega collaboration I'll have to look the worst Because I'm thinking They have to have They got two New Balances That are I Y'all yeah. love them But them suck They gotta have New Balances Or Asics or something That are good Whack I mean which ones What are they They were showed them Baseball dunks They just got oh, They yeah, showed the two Asics suck. What they call like Day and night Or working days Or whatever Them two Whatever Bodega nights And then the other ones Or whatever And then they show Something else <laughs> You got Trust me. me You see them Whack <laughs> What else you got 
Uh, I got the greatest bodega collaboration of all time, and that's an ASIC G2, GT2, whatever it is. That came with the paper camera box and the map, all that. I don't remember that. Fire. Uh, normally, we wouldn't mention something like this, but because it's the Simpsons, like, Simpsons are relevant. So, Simpsons times Adidas... Flaming Moe's, which actually the shoe is not bad looking for a Simpsons <laughs> collab called Flaming Moe's. Oh, I thought that was Marge. That's the one that Andy sent, right? Yeah. This... I was wondering. I was like, well, I got fire on it. You remember the Flaming Moe episode, It right? must be a drink, right? Or yeah, it was it, a drink. Or, okay. Or I don't know if it was a drink or his bar caught on he fire. He stole the idea from, <laughs> uh, from Homer. Homer had created the drink one night because he said that like they had ran out of duff. So he had went in the... Oh, he was at home. <laughs> Homer was at home and they ran. He ran out of beer, so he went in the kitchen and was like just throwing all this stuff together. And it was like he drunk it, greatest drink of all time. Most stolen. <laughs> Somebody asked us to do I top ten Simpson characters that. as well. That's probably not a bad idea because if you go down for, far enough, there's enough characters. I mean, oh, I'm there's thinking like there's not that many main characters, but sure. I mean, the, I mean the, the top two are gonna be the top two. But I mean, yeah. Uh, well, I, I mean, no reason to spoil it, but I would assume number one's. Pretty obvious. Maybe some people disagree, right. but I mean, it'd be Bart or Homer. I either well, one. Oh, I know, but uh, how, how could you not have Homer? Number, I mean, the whole show is about him, basically. I mean, which is crazy because it was supposed to be about Bart at first, but then it transferred to Homer. It was like uh, Family Matters. Family Matters was supposed to be about Carl Winslow, but then Urkel stole the show when he first came, and then they just completely flipped it. True story. I mean, maybe you got to watch the documentary BT. Uh, I made that up. Right. <laughs> Family Matters documentary. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 991 New Balance collab with Slam Jam. I guess I haven't seen the Black. picture of these. They're not bad. Um, that's no, the they're one. not bad. No. Once I got ours in the mail from Kith. Oh. Mm-mm. I'm not, I can't do it. I'm a 992, yeah, but 997, are, 998. I, I can't do it. The, well, these are made in England, so they're a little bit different. The the I think they uh, have a little bit more uh, quality control. QC than, uh, <laughs> yeah, seriously they run it by Buckingham Palace <laughs> uh, freaking Rico is dying for those no that that nine it's a nine 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 ninety V2 right yeah that's what I we can't got. do it no. no but that's the one that uh, ALD the ALD pack that's the one I want that joint is like a thousand dollars ALD pack yeah it's a nine ninety no the one before that I don't know. The one that where the old lady is dressed like a bag lady or whatever, that's part of the promo. Oh, oh I'm thinking of Salehi. Oh, yeah. What model is that? That model wax too. But the color makes the shoe, so I could, I'd wear that one. You're talking about the Sedona brick yeah, color, color whatever? Fire. What was the model that, oh, you know, it's a different model. That was uh, Concepts. What did they do, like um, Lake Havasu? That uh, was blue. Yeah, but what yeah. model was that? I thought it was nine, basic. Nine, I don't three. Know. No, it was a concept. Oh. I mean, no, we got New Balance. Uh, Air Jordan 5 Low Wings. <laughs> Those look like a golf shoe to me. Everything. Every Jordan 5 looks like a golf shoe. Everything they now. do now looks like. Well, everything. Every Jordan Low looks like a golf shoe because Nike is doing all the like low Jordan golf shoes. It's Actually, weird. every Jordan except the one, I think it's a golf shoe. I see a four, <laughs> right. I'm like, look at a big golf shoe. Chill all of them. Fours, fives, all of them. <laughs> That's not a golf shoe, fam. <laughs> I mean, when I saw the first picks, I was like, like, golf. No, <laughs> Uh, Pharrell NMD Aqua. Oh, I saw that on confirmed. It's not that. bad, but it's I, mean, I don't right. understand the point of it. It's all right. Yeah, I don't understand the point. <sighs> um, what's the last day before we come back here? So, it was delicious. Today is the eleventh. So these fresh snacks is all right. Seventeenth. Let's see. <laughs> I mean, I would hope fresh people are known. Oh, uh, shadows, shadow two mm. which we already showed. Mm. 
it's not bad. Um, I prefer Shadow 1.0, obviously, but um, I prefer Shadow 1.0 low. Clearly, uh, <laughs> Dunkai SB TV signal. I didn't even know that was coming out, but I saw a picture of it. Oh, I mean, they suck. It's a dunk high. <sighs> Don't do that. Oh, I'm gonna do that because you would have kept Iowa black yellow joints. Nah, lows, yeah, yes, highs, no, <laughs> yeah, of course, lows, but the highs, <laughs> them joints is fire. Ain't lows coming out, yeah, but that's not an SB, that's different. Mm-hmm. I see Are lows coming out what? Like low dunks? I mean, I'm sure there's more coming out this year. Blue and yellow or black oh, and yellow. Oh, Michigan's and Michigan states are coming out. Oh. Yeah. Woo. I don't know about Iowa. I need both of those. Um, I don't know what this. Can't wait to do my top 10 list. Get down memory lane. Sockety pack is? Mm. It's actually a fire pack, but Sockany is included on the list too of Earth, that conversation. Wind and fire doing collab, <laughs> doing a video. I think it's supposed to be. I think it's supposed to be space again. Elements, no, it's elements, air, fire, water, earth. What? It don't even look like elements. Man, they don't stop. They can't even get that right. It's, it looked like the snacks. Remember, they did a space snacks or something. Man, and I don't a, think it's whack. They're doing a concert. One or two of them are okay. Sockany, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yes, only Earth or Wind, not Fire. <laughs> Versus Battle. <laughs> like, two of them are okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, only, only two Earth elements. And, are only right. Earth and Fire, not Wind. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid pack. Uh, and, they, and they okay, um, too. A couple of them are okay. It looks like that's pretty much it for like stuff coming back <laughs> until we come back to the show again. Yeah, there's some decent stuff coming on next week. I do kind of looking forward to those that new model of New Balance you don't like that fifty seven whatever it's a great one. Oh yeah 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 I saw that on here I thought that was out already though. Uh uh-uh, uh them joints are a hitter on like StockX and stuff they're like three fifty in my size. I just saw it somewhere. Yeah like two eighty five on Goat. Why is another University Blue Jordan coming out? I mean uh, Dunk Low the men's colorway is now oh, coming out. I don't, I don't understand know. that. The other one was coastal, like, and this there, is yeah, what like, UNC. Why is there no one? I guess this one is fresh water, one is salt water. I, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. was going to ask you that. One is lake was, and one is stream. Well, because I, didn't, I was trying to figure out why Manor had just got the UNLVs, but like I, I know they stuff come think, a little late sometimes. I think a lot of boutiques uh, got stuff late because well, someone else didn't. You talking about fifty-seven forties? Yeah, They're, yeah, those are nice. Yeah, I don't, not. I don't dislike them. Yeah, they going for a lot right now. Two seventy nine in my size on goat. After that, um, so real quick, I just want to remind everybody: like, subscribe, share this podcast. We appreciate everybody who comments and does all that stuff. We appreciate everybody who supported us since day one. So, like I said in the beginning of the show, I had wanted to have somebody on here. I talk about it all the time sneakers being an addiction. So I was like, you know what? Let me find somebody that I come on the podcast, talk about thirty minutes or whatever um, about addiction. With regards to shopping and stuff like that, you—I didn't know you ain't half of it. That joint is fire. That Nutella, be ready, man. You better be ready. Yeah, when you bite it, you better right. be ready. Cause <laughs> about to go anywhere. Be ready is right. You better close them out quick. <laughs> <laughs> but so I contacted one, and she lives in um, she lives in Canada. So she was like, ah, I don't know if I could come on or whatever. I sent the email. Oh, don't do that. It's good. It's a what weird feeling. Uh, Rice Krispie treats and Rice Krispies and like, Nutella. Look like dinosaur eggs. <laughs> I look like when uh, you go caca and it be corn in it. Caca. I can't believe I said that. That looks good. Hollow. Pause. Hollow tips. <laughs> <laughs> looks like Jurassic dinosaur eggs. Um, but she was like, no, but I'll talk to you about my 
um, what I read, this article that she wrote or whatever that was medically reviewed or whatever. So she was like, me and her talk, I would talk to her for about 45 minutes to an hour at the gym, all right? Like, I'm working out. We're talking on the phone. George, don't sit back. Participate in the show. (laughs) (laughs) So I told her... (laughs) I said, all even, right. Even Rick texted me that. He was like, you better participate tonight. I'm <laughs> like, man. Cats was like, yo, can't wait for the episode. I'm like, man. Y'all Somebody are... had put, you guys complained about it. And look, he was participating last week. Like, <laughs> they was like, some people felt like, some people felt like they, they fixed it. Like, they was right. like, yeah, yo, we, there we go. Um, so I talked to her about it. Now she, right. I thought. Now, what she cause it is compulsive shopping disorder. She said that it hasn't yet been given a disorder yet, but it could be considered OCD. Now, I'm telling people this about my conversation with her. I'm going to go through it pretty quick, but I'm telling you this not because I'm trying to cure myself of sneakers and not because I'm trying to cure anybody else for anybody else trying. Because <laughs> I know somebody going to be like, dang, Greg, try not to like sneakers no more. No. I like it's to know why. I like to know. No, it's possible. No, it's not. No, it is. It's not possible for you to dislike shoes. No, it's not. It's possible no, it's not. not to dislike, but it's possible to get it under control. Now, I will talk about no, it. No, I didn't say that. Oh, I okay. said it's not possible for you to dislike You're shoes. You're right. So, she called it, she said it hasn't been medically determined as a thing, but it's something with endorphins, and she said it is part of the OCD behavior family. I said, okay, cool. So, I, me being a psychology major and stuff like that and oh yeah i definitely believe that like earlier you said something that i don't know knows 100 true but it's definitely like a um i mean i don't know if endorphin is the right word but chemical release so yeah but i you, said that i said yeah. that something within us and people like us where Everyone. it does something now somebody else it might be uh collecting cards or cars or doilies or whatever people collect i don't know or whatever you know cocaine whatever so oh, people definitely get a <laughs> people definitely get a chemical reaction. I'll tell you one that, thing man. too. Look, I love the show, The Wire, but it is boring at times. Fam, I can't stay awake. It takes me about three and a half days to watch an episode. Fam, the way the episodes end, everybody's gonna get you. Lord, I'm like maybe I'm just about 25 years late. When did it come out? 19 years ago? I'm just too late huh? because about I'm sitting here watching this. I'm watching this like. I could barely stay awake today. I'm like, these are the whack, wackest police officers of all time. Though. They were like, fam, I watched the episode where they, they realized people text message. They were like, what is he doing with his phone? They were like, I think he's texting. My kids do it. And they were like, texting? I was like, fam, how old is this? Back to this real quick. We'll go back. <laughs> I can't stay awake on a wire, though. I'm not even joking, though. If Omar isn't on it, You're tripping, huh? if they're not shooting, busting guns, or in the streets, I'm not interested. Being in the police station... Fam, it is and the police officers are like a cliche of police officers, a stereotype of police officers. Some true, some not. But that one big dude that like work in a homicide unit be like, yeah, like like all they do is hang out to do like schemes. Like he under it. Bump. I came. I don't even know his name, but like, ugh. I'm only on season two. Fam, I'm on the last. You don't episode know of the two. characters' names. You ain't. Like, into I know it. McNulty. I know the lady uh, Kimba. Kima, she got shot up. I can't remember the man who was on Walking Dead, the big dude that was like head coach of everything. <laughs> Walking Dead, Lieutenant. this was out before Walking You're Dead. You're right, but most of these people on this show was on Walking Dead. Anyways, so 
Like I said, she told me that she me she walked through her website with me, right? And she went over the characteristics of it, right? Now this is about me, okay? Did we pay for this? No, that's why. <laughs> so she said that she didn't want to come on the podcast. One because she couldn't, but two, she said maybe one day. But she was like, "Please don't mention her name or nothing like that." Because couldn't she, like as in like a time crunch. Time thing, or, she's in okay, Canada, okay, and right. she had appointments something. But she's in Canada. She's in Ottawa. But she said that. She also didn't want me to mention her by name, one, because her stuff has been medically reviewed and she doesn't want me to slip and say something that isn't medically factual because I've already talked to her or something. She's like, if I was just giving an opinion on something, but if I mentioned I spoke to her and I said her name and then I say something wild, she don't want that. Anyway, I said, well, we ain't that big, but you know, whatever. I mean, we had a lawyer on the show. I'm sure. But we had a lawyer though. I'm I'm just saying, like, I'm sure he didn't say nothing controversial, but somebody could twist it. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that would be her doing. That was the thing. She doesn't want to like me to be like, yo, I talked to Jan Smith, and she said that buying sneakers is a okay. Like she don't want, mm, you know, well, what? That's just telephone game. So people care about that. I don't know, man. She was very official. She's a like university oh, yeah, PhD, she... MHD, MAT, LMNOQ, RSYV doctor. Mean, she has it, it all. It wouldn't have been a boring segment. Not really. Well, maybe not. Maybe if if I was being, I don't need a robot, fam. I, I would have, need... but I would have let her diagnose me. <laughs> I had no problem because, but she kind of did. But she was like, I, I clearly like this is like a going discussion through the website. But what does she do? Does she have hobbies or collect anything? Or because I mean, she got to have something to relate I didn't to ask it. Her. I don't know. Damn. <laughs> Look. So let me tell you. So the characteristics of people with compulsive shopping disorder: difficulty resisting unneeded purchases. I think unneeded is everything. That's debatable. Unneeded in sneaker realm is like everything. Everything. That's my thing. But it's not everything <laughs> if you don't have a lot. It's us, it's everything. We've got to the point to where it's everything. There is no reason for us. In reality, there's no reason for us to have university blue fours. We appreciate it. We like them. We want them. But we definitely don't need that. We definitely don't need like a shadow one. But if I were to probably hit on go, I mean, uh, got them sneakers. Probably would have kept them joints, maybe, because they're not too bad. And I don't, oh, I do have a shadow high left. It's a size <clears> nine now. So maybe the other thing she said was financial difficulties um, from because of shopping. Now, I did challenge her on that because I said, what if you have the financial means to do so and it doesn't affect you financially? And she said, well, that's a bigger issue because then you will have, you have to ask yourself, where are you lacking in your life as a whole? Are you a good husband, good father? Um, are you comfortable with like your health? Are you this? Are you that? And the amount of time. So the next one, hold on. The next one was preoccupied by shopping for unneeded items. 100%. At least me. I'm talking about me. I'm talking about nobody else. Me. That, that's me plenty of times. I leave my phone in the car on purpose now when me and Rocio are out sometimes just so I don't see the soul links and get things like that because it's, it gets too much because it gets to the point to where even at the gym, get a tweet, I'm working out. Oh, shoot. Let me see. Oh, so, oh no. Okay. Well, shoot. It's another one. Oh, I don't need that. Like it gets to that point like that all the time. This is for me. Having and not recognizing issues at work, school and home. 100% fact. Now, me personally, I feel like I'm really good in all these areas, but I could be much better in it because all those areas, I'm either doing something sneaker related and maybe not being aware of some of the issues in those areas. Talk about me. 
spending a great deal of research on unneeded items. Facts. Now, she did say that we are in a specific category of we have a podcast. So we got to kind of do the research on something to talk about and come on here. And we got to be aware. And I said, okay. But she said that she now this was her sentence. She goes, I'm pretty confident that the podcast has a, gave you the feeling that it's okay to even further your compulsive shopping disorder. I said, oh, 100% facts. There was a point in time where I felt like every episode, I had to have a pickup. Like, no matter what. Had to have a pickup, had to have a pickup, whatever. Especially when Simple was on, because Simple had pickups no matter what. And at one point, I felt like, oh, shoot, Simple got 15 pickups this way. I got at least had two or three, you know, whatever. Talk about me, George. That's it. <laughs> So she said some of the behaviors that come with it, anxiety, anxiety is one of the number one feelings when it comes to being a sneakerhead, whether or not you don't want to raffle, whether or not when you and I would drive up to a store and see the line, oh, we got to get there quick. Fam, me and you were driving all the way from downtown Phoenix. That's still the same with cards, though. Same thing with cards, but we, we touched on that as well, too, because I was like, oh, I, got my, I said, my homie, close to the show, said he does cars now. Boy, I'm, I'm going to tell you about it a little bit. So... I said the anxiety is 100%. In fact, I said me and a homie would drive from downtown Phoenix to Scottsdale, which is about a 35-minute drive, and we would probably drive about 100-plus to get there to do pick up a sneaker or, or enter a raffle that was like a 15-minute window, 20-minute window, or Twitter tweets, whatever we was doing back then. I said that still exists. Depression, eh, I don't know. I don't know who's depressed. I mean, maybe there's some people that like feel a certain way about sneakers because they can't get them or whatever, but I don't know. Negative emotions, 100% fact. I stopped sneakers, shout out to the homie Josh. Now, Josh doesn't count on this because Josh posted he's done trying on sneakers or copping sneakers, but Josh has been getting everything, and he's kind of got a plug now. He's getting every SB, every dunk, and he got Amemanier 3s. He's good. So him quitting on sneakers is eh. I quit on sneakers because you, everybody else will say, it only takes like one second to apply. You're right. I take one second to try to get the sneakers. It takes 10 minutes to tell me I didn't get it. And then I was mad for about 35 minutes. Them negative emotions were weighing me down from something that like I didn't have confidence in getting. Now, yes, it didn't take a lot of time. But for me personally, it weighed me down. Now, she did say that this is an unusual thing with sneakers. I had to explain her sneaker culture. She says she typically has only done studies and understood it in the sense of like women. Women are 9 out of 10, she said, more affected by compulsive spending shopping habits than men are. She said that the issue is, is that with women, the issue with sneakers is, is that we have to try to get them. Women go and buy yeah. stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's their issue. She said if you go back to think about the no show. No one's competing for a $2,000 right. uh, Louboutin shoe. But she said that makes it even worse for sneakerheads because we have to work hard to get something and can be told no, which could trigger the behaviors of anxiety, negative emotions, depression, whatever else down the road, because we're constantly being told that we can't do something when we feel like we have the right to do something based off using uh, capital money, whatever she said it was. Well, she called it something else. What they use in France? I mean, uh, Canada. In what? In Canada. Oh, just Canadian dollar? Oh, she said something else. Not pesos, but she called it something else. And I said, oh, okay. Canadian dollar. They've had the dollar uh, forever. It's just a Canadian dollar. And I, I mean, figure Europe has a euro. So I said, okay, I understand that. But then she said, so with us, it is a little bit of different things. She said, sneaker heads, from what I told her, sound like they could be in a worse situation than anybody when it comes to these type of behaviors. It depends on your personality, too, though, because if you're not a compulsive person like that, you're not going to fall trapped to that. And also, it depends how much money you have. If you got a lot of money, it doesn't matter. You can't, you can't take all the money to right, the afterlife. Right, right. So. And she said that. She said 
there are people that can do so, like the spending and spending, and that's cool. But she says those people may not be realizing the lack of areas in the rest of their life. She was yeah. like, she said that a lot of people that she would talk to that had these type of compulsive disorders, they weren't happy in specific areas in their life. She said they're mostly women. She said like they wanted to be married and stuff, but they wouldn't focus on trying to have a relationship and all this stuff. And I, and I talk, we talked about that. And she said people with this type of compulsive disorder and another person with this type of compulsive disorder they can coexist in a relationship better than the opposite. And I was like, oh, come my wife. And I'll say this on here because Rocio wanted to know what we talked about. And Rocio was the same way. Rocio is very, very OCD. We came home from Mother's Day at about 8 o'clock at night and she wanted to clean the house. And I was like, are you out of your mind? All the beers on a drunk? Like, I'm laying on the couch. But we're never on the, and she was like, the psychologist lady said that like, your OCD with your spouse you never line up. Sometimes it lines up and it could be a good thing and it could be a bad thing. If she's OCD right now and I'm not, I'm going to be annoyed with her and vice versa. Anyways, so she was saying that like with sneakerheads, it could be even worse because like I said that like she said it doesn't get better. She said it starts in your earlier adulthood, 18, 19 years old. She said it starts there. Typically when you're able to afford something yourself is when it starts. She said when you're younger. But there's there needs to be a definition of um, what never get better means because it never get better She's if it doesn't affect not your, never if, get better she said may increase in but, time i mean my time. point is if it doesn't affect your health or your like longevity of your life then it, to me it it doesn't matter you know what i mean at that well, point it doesn't it has to be become a problem where it affects your health or something like that before it's like a legitimate thing well yes but that she's that is part of it like she was like a lot of the people that she's talked to have said like, oh, I want to be in a relationship or like, oh, I want to lose weight or oh, I want to have kids or oh, I want to travel or oh, I want to do whatever. All these things. And they can describe like all this other stuff. And she was like, if you put the time that you put into this unneeded stuff, you could accomplish so much more. I feel that way by myself all the time. Now, I feel pretty accomplished in my life. But there are times like in pandemic when sports left. I realized I didn't need sports as much as I yeah. thought I did. Now it's kind of creeping back slowly or whatever. I'm still not fully, fully into it. I'm more into like knowing about everything versus watching it. But I was, as I said, with sneakers and stuff, I feel like it's so much useless information that like I could put something much greater in my life or weight in my mind that could be more fruitful or whatever. My relationship is awesome. My kids are awesome. Everything is awesome in my life, but maybe it could be better if I wasn't sitting in the bed with something, five things in my cart. Like, ooh. Like me and Rocio be in the bed watching TV. And I'm like, dang, ZX8000s, do I want them? Let me look on Google real quick see if I can get them for like cheaper somewhere else. And then like, and that's that research. Like I, I literally go to Cortez soccer practice. I had on Kith, they had a sale. I had five things in my cart. I walked around, I'm walking, I'm like jogging around, and I'm just stopping under the tree, like, do I cop it? Like, ooh, like, wait it, wait it, wait it. Then some of it sold out of my car, and I'm like, mad, but I wasn't buying it. Now, this is for me, like I said, and I'm not trying not to be into it, but I need to understand why it's such an important thing in my life. It's important to me. Like, I told Rocio, I'm not gonna not do it. Like, it's too important to me, and I don't know why. There's shoes, they're inanimate objects that we have plenty of. Now, she said you can get better at it. She said it's not a big deal if you feel comfortable with where you are in your life. She said if you can go to your wife, she's talking about me. She said if I could go to my wife and say, 
which I ask my wife every month. You can talk to Rocio. I said, Rocio, am I doing everything as a husband or am I doing this? Is there anything I'm lacking? Because I do not want to be blindsided. My worst fear is being blindsided by my wife that I'm lacking in an area somewhere. Like, yo, you know, whatever. And she didn't say nothing. And she always tells me, no, you're doing good. You're fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. She said, if you go to your wife and you can do that, go to your kids, you can do that. Work, you can do that. You can go all your areas of life and say to yourself, you're good with it. You're fine with yourself and all that. Then she said, maybe it's not an issue. Now, she said, you will have to deal with the emotions of it, like, afterwards, because I do get those emotions. I hate putting sneakers in the closet. I have no room. Like, George, I have zero room now. Hats, I have nowhere to put hats. Hats are spilling. All the shoes we've had over our lives, hats are in living room, kitchen, down in the room, the office, Cortez's room, hats, Oscar's room, hats. Hats are everywhere. Sneakers, all in the closet, but spilling, falling, out of boxes, everywhere. Under the bed now, I got stuff everywhere. It makes me feel weird because I hate it and she said the one way you know that you're a compulsive shopping disorder not an addict is the fact that you impulsively try to stop it you can't I retired I quit I'm done with this F sneakers I'm done with this and you can't she said if you were really sound like she needs to talk to Ricardo she said if you were really (laughs) she needs to talk to a lot of us I even told tapes I said tapes I wish you lived longer no she does oh let me go to the casting so I said you know my homie I said you know he's the other host on the podcast you know he's kind of transferred his to card and she said you know that typically happens and I said I feel like I'm slowly doing the same thing but with my son's soccer I said it's driving me nuts only because he's so good it drives me nuts, like, because I'm like, fam, do you realize you scored seven goals this weekend and you, you can't find your shin guards? Like, what the heck, man? Get your shin I'm losing my mind in the house. Like, because I'm thinking, like, ever, in the, I had a basketball game, I scored 20 points. I couldn't wait to get back out there. I scored four goals in a soccer game against a good team. Fam, I'm trying to get out there, all right? But he's only eight years old. So... I said, you know, a car. She said, yeah, you know, things like that can happen. And I said, you know, part of our culture, sneakers or whatever, is reselling. And I said, you know, one thing she goes, I said, one thing I said, we've all tried. I said, I tried it, become a reseller. I said, I was bad at it. And she was like, oh, yeah, I'm quite sure you are from what you've told me. I said, oh, I was awful at it. I said, me and George really at one point tried. Like, we was like into it, like getting five pairs of one sneak. We was doing it. And I was like, Maybe I'll keep these. I was keeping three pairs of stuff. Like, oh, what the heck am I? I couldn't do it, which got me in trouble with Rocio because it was like racking up debt and I couldn't get rid of it. She was saying that like a lot of times with that situation, you could be using reselling if it's not your main source of income as a cover. I think she said an, ex- maybe an excuse. I don't know. She called it something as a reason to be so enthralled in what you're into, whether it's reselling sneakers, cards, anything like that. And I said, oh yeah, we know that. I said, it could be a possibility. She said, now, if you're full on, you this is a business, you about to get it cracking, this is your way of living, then it is what it is. But you're gonna have to set limits on yourself when it comes to your life. Now, I'm talking about you, I'm talking about me. If I was in the reselling and stuff, she was like, you gotta, you gotta be comfortable with missing something. When it comes to us, we can't, I'm not comfortable with missing a Soul Wings link. Like, it can be like, oh, restock of Travis Sixes. Like, I, I, I need to stop that. She was like, you literally need to set a block of time between yourself where you're with sneakers and not with sneakers. I can't be, I can't work from 5 a.m. to 4 o'clock and sneakers from 5 a.m. till I go to bed. 
she was like, that's your entire life. And you try to fit in kids, family, all this stuff in between. And you're going to burn yourself out. Facts. Like, I feel wore out sometimes off of that. She said, you need to set a day for just strictly podcast research and stuff. Boom. And then set a time for this when it's like, yo, let me look for sales and sneakers and stuff. Boom. Stop. Just stop. And then all this. And she was laying it out for me. And I was like, man, I love it. She said she would have loved to come on the podcast to talk about it. And I appreciate her talking to me about it because it makes me feel different. It makes me want to, like, explore more because I am a psychology major. That's what I'm into, finding the truth, social psychology, stuff like that. One of my goals in life is to get published one day from writing something and doing it. And I'm really considering doing something like this, our culture, writing something about it. So she gave me, like, some stuff, information about, like, the website and the people that she does stuff with. And she was like, if you want to write up something or whatever, send it to the Order, they'll take a look at it and all this stuff. I was like, cool. So, anyways, well, so I mean, it, it's that the last part of that what you're saying. The problem is this right here. It's not. Oh yeah. Anything. It, it, I mean, I guess everyone has a hobby, but um, this is the main problem. This made it easier for people to do all that stuff because you get your information from this. Um, not only social media, but people texting you, this sale is up. Um, these shoes are up. This raffle's up. Same thing with cards. This store restocked today. Go here, do this, whatever. So, I mean, I think it's going to be difficult to do what you're saying where you're completely changing behavior. You know what I mean? Without giving getting rid of this. You right. know what I mean? Like, I could so. better it. When I would stop sneakers and raffles and stuff, I turned off all my soul links. I turned off Boost links, A Nike links, all them links. I turned them all off and wasn't getting notifications, which really helped me personally. But she also said, "Oh, she asked us what kind of friends were we," and I said, "Oh, I'm not saying me and George family." Like I was like, she was like, "We, we I was like we've known of each other and kind of been connected, you know, down the road from like for a long time." And she was like, "Now a lot of your other friends." She was like, "Does it consist of?" sending each other stuff all the time and I said it started out that way but I was like you know me you Don Andy I, I, I consider us like friends and I have other friends like Tapes and Curtis and all we friends friends but like she was like that could be also a bad thing too if a lot of it is mainly sneakers because she was like it takes one person to be like ooh these is dope and then you feel like ooh I gotta get them or like ooh like it happens all the time and I'm like 100% fact I was like when Kobe had died I and everybody posting their Grinches, I almost lost my mind. <laughs> but she did say too, like you said, the phone. She says social media is one of those things as well. She said buying something. She said a lot of people didn't realize what had them. Well, it was in them before until they bought something and they got the validation on social media. She says somebody will go buy a shirt. Like, oh, I wasn't even talking about that angle. Yeah, I, know. I just was saying. Well, she like was just saying information like, angle, right? But she was adding that to it. She was like, you go buy a brand new shirt and you're like, oh, this is a cool shirt. You just take a regular picture. And she said, like, you were just taking a picture. But the comments is like, oh, your shirt. Where'd you get it? And she said, it make you feel like, oh, I got to buy more. I got to do it again. I got to do it again. She said, it could open up something in you you didn't know was there. And she said, then if it decreases, it opens up a behavior in you of like sadness or like I feel bad or I don't look right or something weird or whatever. And I was like, man, it makes a lot of sense. So I was just more interested in the conversation with her. And I, I, I would have liked to share that with everybody. And like I said, it was about me. And I liked it. I liked it a lot. Like, I like talking to people. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just enjoy that interaction of like understanding myself better and anybody else better. So anyways, like I said, I'm not trying to fix nobody. I ain't trying to fix myself. Like, I'm just trying to get better at it and understand it and make sure I maintain like some type of level of sanity. I think like I kind of freaked everybody out last week with what I said. Because they're like, fam, what's up? Are you good, B? Are you good? I'm like, fam, I just, 
even when I somebody had posted listening to the podcast and they posted that screenshot on the stories and I circled where I messed up the edit, I spelled pod I spelled podcast wrong in the video. And I circled it and I posted it in our story and I was like, oh my God. Catch was like, fam, it's, who cares? Man, it's all good. <laughs> and I'm like, I know, but I can't get over stuff like that. Anyways, so. Yeah, but that don't got nothing to do with shoes or podcasts. That's your personality, period. It does, but like, it's not a good, it's, if my po- my personality is like that, it's not good to have. Yeah, but you're not, fight, what I'm saying is you're not fighting against sneakers for that reason. you just fighting against your um, upbringing or chemical imbalance or yeah, what. Yeah, but not sneakers imbalance, doesn't but balance help Balance or whatever. It. Like, you know how mad, I know how mad you get when it comes to just what we do in our lives as career-wise. I get angry. Like, yeah, I'm talking I mean, fam angry like where I'm like oh shoot like hold my I just chest don't, okay. I mean I just don't like stupidity in general so right <laughs> but mean. see I can't be like that at here and then deal with here and then deal with like what I may think of the opinions on like the podcast or whatever here and then Cortez has soccer he's at a game right now he has the first outdoor game today so he has soccer Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday and I'm like, oh, shoot. I'm, and I'm like hoping Rocio took care of it because that's my thing with him. Like, I can't do all of that, this and this, and be a good father and be a husband. Oh, we're going to Paris. We're going to Chicago. I'm going to Mexico this weekend. Then Chicago the next weekend. Then we're going to Paris. Like, I don't do stuff like that all the time and have the responsibilities and the freedom of it. And I coach two soccer teams, and, like, it's just a lot on me. And I feel like sneakers are the least important thing. Well, yeah. It got to get cut down. But I feel be. like sometimes I care more about that than anything else. Fam, if somebody was like, yo, you want to go on a trip to Florida or you want uh, Travis Scott ones, I'd be like, shh. <laughs> All right. Like, lows or highs. Facts. Facts. Because I'd be like, go to Florida. I've been to Florida before. But the Florida, it was all right. But Travis Scott lows, I ain't got those, B. All right. Facts. Uh, I don't know if you have anything else to say about that, if not, but. Nah, I mean, I, I think. It, it drove me nuts, B. Like, um, I can't. It's just part of human behavior when you start talking about stuff like that. So it's like there. I understand what that person's job is, and they have a lot more training in diagnosing things like that. But I also believe that humans have the ability to, I don't know if change your behavior is the right way to say it, but like humans are capable of things that people think they're not capable of. You know what I mean? Like, you have the ability to do things that people think you can't do. So, like, again, I, saying change is stupid to me because, like, people talk about change or whatever, but, like... You remember when you said you wish you didn't care about sports as much as you do? Yeah. But I could... But it, the pandemic told me that I could do that. I could not care well, about them. Yeah, it did. No, it yeah. made you... It, you didn't have a choice. That you, was the thing you, that we realized. Yes, we didn't have you, a choice. You're right. But it also said, like, yo... And the other part... The other thing was when I was a vegetarian for two months... It told me, fam, you don't need to eat meat. It's like You can have a ton of meals that taste just like meat. I mean, you might have to eat like a soy product or something every once in a while to like get that texture of meat. But I, like I said, I was vegetarian for two months. And at the end, I like felt guilty when I like went to eat chicken. I was like, why do I feel guilty right now? I will say like the last it's few days. Psychological. I've been eating healthier and I feel way better. Oh, yeah. That's how it works. Like. Now, these snacks, these French snacks is the most unhealthy thing I've had in, like, three days. 
When, before I came here, I got coffee and I had grapes and almonds. I don't eat stuff like that all the time. First of all, I don't eat fruit, all right? Fruit makes me throw up, all right? But I ate grapes. They ain't too bad. I haven't had grapes probably about no joke, maybe about 35 years. I'm not even joking. Last time I probably had grapes, I was probably like four or five years old. Grapes make me want to throw wild, up. Bro. Now, I had blueberries in there. I've had blueberries like the last like five, six years or whatever. But... I feel much better. Like I don't feel as sluggish. I don't feel as anything. And like if I stay up later, like eating healthy and staying up later, it like balances itself out loud. Eating bad and staying up health, staying up late is the worst combination of all time. Fam, I was eating the, like a box of Sour Patch Kids every other day. All right, facts. All right, fam. When um, Fat Kid Deals would send out Airheads on Amazon, a box, <laughs> a half a pound for ten dollars, I was eating the entire box, b. At one point, I thought I had diabetes. <laughs> I was like this in the I was in the office working like this. <laughs> and I thought I was saying double. I was like, All right, I'm tripping. I got to get right. But I feel good. I feel better. I mean, look, I wore a Hawaiian shirt to the podcast, B. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. I feel that's better. What, that's what that means. Re- honestly, um, New Balance. <laughs> oh, well, we'll talk about Jordan Brand signed um, its first Filipino athlete. His name is Kiefer. Ravens? Ravens? I can't remember his name. I feel bad messing his name up. I don't know anything about him. But I was like, man, I sure hope George knows something about him. Or did he go to college somewhere or something? I mean, I did read a little bit about it. Like, he attempted to play in the D-League, and it didn't go well. So he went to, in 2017, he went back to the Filipino League. And, it, I mean, anyone who is Filipino or follows sports or whatever knows that, like, basketball is number one there by far. Yeah, I didn't know that. Like, even Mac- Manny Pacquiao, when he goes back, he plays basketball when he oh, goes yeah, back to, Philippine, to the Philippines. So, like, it's kind of like China in terms, you know, I, I understand China's good at a lot of sports. They take kids in when they're really young and teach them, like, gymnastics and, like, um table tennis and you know japan is good at all those like in things in the olympics that the u.s isn't good in that you think that like the u.s doesn't spend a lot of time playing so but it you know basketball is gigantic in china now you know what i mean the last 15 20 years like the the whole lebron nba daryl Morey story whatever so i think it's like that in a lot of asian countries now and the philippines is definitely basketball by far is their like main sport that they love so i don't know what the connection to nike is because he sounds like he's a good player in the league but not like a superstar like it said like the last season he averaged 19 points a game five assists five rebounds that's what i was gonna ask you those are like solid the- numbers but i don't think unless their games are slower than the u.s which i would imagine they're not i don't understand why that would be like the guy to I never even heard of him. Sign a Nike or Jordan deal. I don't get it. I was like, oh. But I know basketball is huge. And I was like, maybe George, maybe he went to like college or maybe some. But I, I kind of looked nothing. up about him and it was mainly, like I said, about his girlfriend most of the time or wife. I don't know who she is. But, um, you know, shout out to him. Shout out to Jordan Brown. I mean, I hate that he's cursed now, but um, <laughs> we'll see if it really if it really comes to fruition. I mean, I thought like maybe he was the greatest Filipino basketball player of all time or something. Like he was an MVP or something. Like it doesn't. I didn't see much basketball stuff on him. And he has a YouTube page I went to, and you know it shows some like little highlights here and there or whatever. But um, like you always say, they're just highlights. Like he ain't gonna show nothing bad. So I mean, he crossed somebody up one time, and I found it more funny. I don't know why. I was like, look at that. So 
but <laughs> <laughs> it was something about the defender. Like I cannot stand watching overseas basketball like that because I hate their jerseys. I can't stand looking at. Yeah, it. they got a lot of. Uh, it's not advertisements and stuff. Yeah, and soccer, I'm used to it, but soccer, the field is so gigantic, and the camera is so rarely. Like zoomed oh, in on a player, one. you don't see that stuff. But like when it comes to basketball, it looked like they got mess on them. Like I hate it. <laughs> and plus, all the games I ever watched overseas, like I paid attention like some Russian stuff and stuff like that, or wherever that is. I've looked at the game. The stadium be so dark. I remember one time they was letting them smoke in there. It was all smoky. <laughs> I was like, this place is wild. But um, I always like looking at the coaches in those leagues because I'm I would look at the black players and I'm like, do they know what they're saying? And it'd be like a person telling the black player. <laughs> <laughs> what the coach is saying when he's speaking another language or whatever. But shout out to him, man. You know, yeah, I mean, I'm reading the story right now. It doesn't make it seem like there's any specific reason why he's the one they chose. Um, it says he was a developmental player for the G League Texas Legends, and then he was selected the second overall in the Philippine draft, which is obviously good. But he's averaging 19 points a game. Like I said, like five rebounds, five assists. Like maybe he's a rookie. Fam, you're not super. No, fam, he's been playing since 2017 in the league in the Philippines. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hmm. Well, shout out but, to him. So it, I guess this is talking also about the national team. Maybe they have they're in a good position to qualify for the FIBA Asia Cup. And they've been. Oh, maybe that's why they've been selected to co-host the FIBA Basketball World Cup in 2023. Mm. So maybe Nike just trying to step their presence up. They need a they need a jump man on the court. Um, shout out to the Filipino homies, I, man. I just don't. I mean, like I could understand that he was averaging 35 a game. I just don't I get it. Like I, what? I somebody was asking me about it, and I was like, oh yeah, I know George. I know. I'm like George, I know his stats from elementary school. I was like. I've never heard of him. Not it says once. when Jordan Brand opened a store in Manila, the energy was crazy. We had the chance to go inside a few days early. Filipinos have always loved Jordans. Anytime I go to the store, people lined up for something, and they're just asking him like about his favorite Jordan. What was it like to get a pair of the super limited Air Jordan Four Manila? Like, what? <laughs> why is that a question you asking to somebody who's sponsored by your brand? It was a great feeling. After wearing them during the opening of the Manila store, it was hard to wear them again. I keep them in an acrylic case in a safe. What? I mean, fam. All right. He uh, said that? Yeah. Don't, I don't. I'm about to flame him. The, story, the problem is the story doesn't say, like, why he was, why he's part of the brand. It doesn't say nothing about talking to Jordan, nothing. <laughs> Shout out to him, man. Like I said, I got a lot of Filipino homies. I grew up with Filipinos, man. Yeah, maybe somebody can like comment on maybe our YouTube tomorrow. Bruce or whatever somebody may know. Tell us. I mean, Bruce is Bruce. Oh, by the way, I think Bruce is opening a restaurant here. I don't know if you heard that. Hannah told me that. I don't know how. Hannah has multiple restaurants, but I don't know about. No, here. yeah, she said in Chandler. Oh, really? And I was like, fam, he didn't even say nothing. <laughs> like it's supposed to be a ramen spot. It's a, he, that can't be true. He hasn't uh, said a word. I haven't heard nothing. Arizona? I mean, maybe he's been busy. I don't know. Bruce, was, what's up, had, fam? We had a conversation. We were talking, and he would tell me about his restaurants. <laughs> fam, what's up? Oh, I was gonna uh, message him too and be like, "Yo, I heard about a restaurant opening up. You didn't say nothing." Look, wherever his restaurant is opening, I need him to send us a card that says "Eat Free" <laughs> every time, like forever. <laughs> Subway, Subway has those where it's like Infinity Subs yeah, forever. I think Jared's the only one who has one. Look, I need one that says "Infinity Bruce, Ramen" and it says or "Infinity ramen? Bowls of Ramen Unlimited Noodles." <laughs> For a family, a family of four. Uh, yeah, not just me. You know, I need the fam. Well, guess when your kids staying home, huh? Man, we doing a podcast from the new ramen spot, <laughs> B. We'll be slurping. Uh, new Balance, Look. Bruce. What's up, fam? Yeah, what's up with that man? Shout out to the homie. What was it? Eno Way. I forgot. 
Eno's I-N-O-S Eno's way Shout out to him Look he has sent something And look I will tell you this Even Rico last week When he sent that message In a thread about How he didn't discuss Those New Balance 997s Yada 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 Another homie If it's the right shoe They're fire Okay the shoe is nice Yeah like if it's well, the it's right like shoe Three but, or four but, of but, them but, but, I mean fam <laughs> The show was three and a half hours You think we needed More content for that show Look Here's my thing when it comes to New Balance. I'm not going to say this anymore about New Balance and stuff. One thing he did make a good point, though. He said, how come New Balance doesn't have an app yet? Like, why don't they got, like, a sneakers app or some type of app yet? You, I mean, that's a good point. That's a but, really good point. But the collab stuff doesn't really yeah, normally see, hit there. that's like, what he said, too. He said, how come... And this is the, one of the issues with New Balances. A lot of people don't know when New Balances are coming out unless it's a collab. Okay, so wait. Is the, is the issue people have that... New Balance, there aren't enough pairs out there, or is the issue that we just didn't talk about it? Because those are two different things. It's a little bit of both. Well, not with him. His thing was like, how come it seems like release information on New Balance GRs is like the scarce or there's nothing, which is true. Uh-huh. I don't ever know when nothing coming out on New Balance wise, unless like. I think I feel like I mean Soul Links might not do it because his he knows his audience is more of a thought audience. Yeah. But, but Sneaker Twitter Man definitely talks about but, new balances. Yeah, but And we um, know uh what's the name of the Nike employee, so he only does Nike <laughs> shoes. Soul Links will do the AOD, some Sydney. Yeah, the not AODs, but uh, that Thought, model. What's that model called? Five fifty. Yeah, I'll do the five fifties, the yellows, maroons, all that from us. Uh, I mean, I kind of feel like that was a thought shoe first. It is, and I don't like the shoe at all anymore. Only AODs. I, I, the other ones, there's something. If it's not the vintage look, they don't look that good to me anymore. They look whack now. But the I AOD mean, model, it, it it gotta be old. It gotta every, be old and crusty. Well, so I think that's what. Them doing that, Union doing it with the ones, and now Amamanier doing that, where they have like the raw edge that makes it look um, vintage or whatever. I think a lot of more people are going to start doing that kind of with the hats. Hat clubs are doing stuff, then everybody start copying hat club. So I like them. It's just going to happen. Um, but yeah, New Balance they they do need an app or something like that, and only because I will say. <laughs> the one thing with sneakers app, sneakers app does it correctly. Sneakers has when you open the sneakers app. It does the flashing, but it flashes the Jordan logo and the Nike logo. It probably should flash the Converse logo as well because they sell Converse and Chuck Taylors and stuff on the Sneakers app as well. Adidas has Reebok, but they don't sell Reeboks or drop any of the questions or any like the bigger release Reeboks, Pyre Moss, anything on the Adidas app. If Adidas owns Reebok, Reebok and Adidas should drop on the confirmed app. The app should be called Confirmed Adidas. And it should also sell Reebok. They I thought it. they just recently sold them off or got rid of the company. Well, they're trying to, but I don't think they have yet. Oh, so, I, thought they just, I thought they got rid of them. But either way, even if they have or haven't, it should have been like that in the first place. Now, New Balance, and let me let me tell you something about New Balance. And this is the people that keep messing me about, yo, y'all got to talk about y'all got to talk about these Sakanese this week. That pack you talk about, Earth, Wind, and Fire, some of the, yo, y'all got to touch your knees this week. These is crazy. Fam, look, <laughs> I will say this. Forever. If you go on Sakani's site, you'll see some stuff like, yo, them is kind of fire. You go on Diodori, oh, them is aight. You go on Puma, you see fire. You go on New Balance, you see fire. Fam, you know what? If they don't care about telling me they got fire, I don't care about it. Like, that group of people, I look at Sakani, New Balance, Asics, all that group of people, which is us too. We've been on that wave, like, forever. That group of people to me are like elite sneakerheads if they can do that and still mess with Nike. I hate when this group of New Balance ASIC cats hate the hype of Nike. 
I'm sorry, but New Balance and all of them needs hype. Like, if it's not an Asics or a hype, no one's going to care about it. But then they make it, they're mad that no one cares about it. Well, you know what? If Puma isn't going to put any money behind really telling me and showing me about these new Pumas, I was on Feature doing research on sneakers, which I was wasting time. I'm on sneakers on Feature, Feature LV in Vegas, shout out to Feature, looking at uh, like stuff was on sale. They had some of the most fire Pumas I had ever seen. These mid Ralph Sampsons, oh my God, them joints were crazy. Never seen them before in my entire life. If you ain't gonna show me, I ain't gonna talk about it. Just like you said to Rico, sorry. Everybody wants Nike, talk about Nike, that's just that. Like, <laughs> sorry, and, and, and everybody else, like they want the opportunity to talk about new mods and stuff, I get it. There is a market. I was helping two cats in England or London with a podcast, never got it started to focus on that because that's like their thing. I mean, you can make a killing if you have a podcast that just focuses on all those brands that no one cares about. Sockety and stuff, I just don't like care for Sockety, maybe one or two models. But like, if you're gonna have something, you're gonna have to make me care about it. You're gonna have to make me hype about it. I ain't never seen no NBA player coming down the tunnel wearing no Sockeys or wearing New Balance or whatever. Kawhi. They don't even show Kawhi anymore I'm wearing saying, it. He's right. Kawhi. But that's the thing, too. Kawhi is your. I don't even. There's a Kawhi yeah, 2 that no just dropped. A Kawhi 2 just dropped. Did anybody buy the one? Like the Kawhi 2. <laughs> like, if you ain't gonna make me care about it, then don't expect me to come on the podcast and make a big deal about it. I'm not going to make a big deal about something that you don't make a big deal about. There are people on IG, shout out to Sneaker Fox, that like, I mean, they ride for Puma. I know about Puma because of them. Puma doesn't utilize them. No one, fam, Puma is worried about Kyle Kuzma and them cats. Like, them cats is whack. All right. Can we say Kyle Kuzma is whack now, too? I mean, I think so. Okay. I think that's been a thing. Right, he's whack. He only cares about his hair color. Um, he needs to get traded somewhere. He needs out of LA. Now, not for basketball-wise, because Actually, L.A. made him an even bigger thought. I don't know how much of a thought he was when he came out of college, but when he was in the summer league at UNLV, like well, they always Ingram do, left and got, Ingram left and got better. So got better, but then it got stuck with a whack coach. Um, yeah, that team should should be in the playoffs. I mean, Zion and Ingram is enough. I, I don't to understand be a that team. team. <laughs> like I just don't. I don't understand. It. Like you got they got Ball, Ingram, and Zion. That's enough. Yeah. Um, I mean, ball doesn't move the needle for me, really. But yeah, he doesn't move it for me either. But like, I like I told you. I mean, he's a competent NBA player, so I understand what you're saying. I didn't really, follow yeah. ball that much in college, but like I told you, I went back and watched highlights. A lot of his best stuff was running. They yeah. don't run it. All they play a half court offense. Like he he still thinks he got Dwight Howard in Orlando, Stan Van Gundy. He doesn't. They got Zion, which is he plays like Dwight Howard, but because he leading the league and like eighty five percent. Shooting in the paint, all his points in the paint or whatever, which is phenomenal basketball, especially how good he is and scores as many points. But it makes no sense for the team to be that whack. Like one night I watched him score 140, the next night I saw them lose by 40. And I was like, that shouldn't even be possible. <laughs> but anyway, so like I was saying, look, if Puma, New Balance, ASIC, all them cats don't make noise about their own brands and make me feel good about it, it ain't gonna come on this podcast and be heralded. We know what we like and we up it and we talk about it. Sneaker of the year. When you gotta make a separate category for New Balance and stuff like that, non Nike Jordan, that's how bad you are at your own marketing promotion. Like I said, Kwai has a Kwai 2 out now. I couldn't tell you what it looks like, but I saw it. Couldn't tell you what it looks like. Kwai, I can't tell you if Kwai got the latest New Balance jumpsuit on, hoodie, nothing. I couldn't tell you. To me, the greatest New Balance promoter is Seneca in Cleveland. <laughs> they need to be a New Balance store. So, anyways, you could take that for what it is. That doesn't mean that they're whack. They just don't make me care enough about it. Only person that makes me care about all those brands is Ronnie Fight. Period. 
and concepts every once in a while. Period. Like, sorry. They're all collaborations. Do New Balance need an app? Yes. 100%. Anyways. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't even think we've, we know how many. We've never even discussed, like, what the pair allotment is for some of those collabs. Like, do they even have enough pairs to, to – I mean, that, clearly, they're the manufacturer. They can make more. But, like, Ronnie Fye does a thing, and he's like, you know, 240 pairs or 500 pairs or whatever. That's not enough to put them on Kith website and New Balance app. Right. You know what I mean? Like they would have to decide to make more. And I think they know that it's more of like a niche market. So if they make more, then there's no more hype. If there even was hype to begin with. Like Ronnie Feig's not selling 10,000 of those 990 V2s. You know what I mean? Like I never ever even. It's such, like you said, niche. I've never even thought like, I wonder how many he has. The only time I ever thought about that with Ronnie was when he just dropped, what, 30 Asics? I was like, man, I wonder how many oh, of those yeah. because it's such a unique thing. But There couldn't have been many because there's too many different colorways. You can't make 10,000 uh, uh, 10, of 30 different pairs of that, those. That it's not going to sell. Nah, they probably gave him like 10,000 and then he broke that up. or Not even that. That's probably too many. 10,000 sounds like a lot. Well, it doesn't sell like a lot if it was a Nike, but 10,000 Asics? Jelly 3s? He's, I haven't seen a human worm yet. I will say this. It is ingenious that they do the early thing because it, you want to talk about psychological. It gives you that feeling like you're getting something exclusive. 100%. Which when the, If they do the early access and then they only have like 500 pairs left at the end and it sells out, then it's like, oh, it's sold out. And you think you got something that might be more limited than it is. You and know that I mean? feels good to us because we like that stuff. And anything Ronnie Fine New Balance stuff, I want it. I'm going to get it in hand. If it's whack, it's whack. But I want it yeah. because it's just always good quality. And it is nine out of ten times good. And shout out to the homie, the camp out. Shout out to homie Mike in New York. He had said, when we had talked about in the podcast the week, I said, boy, it sure was weird. You know, we took all them L's. And all of a sudden, a loyal kid. <laughs> and he had made that point, too. He said, he said he noticed that, too. He said, as soon as all the Travis Scott emails was like, sorry, no one got it. He said, here come the kids. Like, yo, we got you, B. I was like, that's a good point. So, I don't know. Like I said, man, they got to make me care about it. I love the brands. I love all of those brands except Saucony. I just can't get into Saucony. One, two models, maybe an OG Jazz and that one with the I mean, I, I own shoes from Asics and New Balance. Damn, like, I got about New Balance around 25 pairs, Asics maybe like 19, 20. I got the most. Of- yeah, I mean, I don't have that many. I probably have eight of each or so, but still, I mean. Eight of each? That's all you got? That's it? Probably. Fam, I got so many Asics and New Balance, it's not even funny. Yeah, but you keep everything, so. Facts. A lot of it is whack, too. And all of it, and most <laughs> of it, and most of it is pink. I was like, I don't know how I ended up with the pink. New Balance got everybody on pink sneakers. To me, all right. That's when when, when uh, New Kanye. Balance and Ace. I think Kanye. Pink Kanye sneakers. Kanye, yeah. Yeah, pink accents on the sneakers, but pink sneakers. Like I'm talking like suede, all pink New Balances and stuff. No, yeah, I'm, I'm saying like Kanye. I, a lot of people probably would give Cam credit too, but I'm not going to go that. No, I'm not gonna go no, there no, because no, no, like no. he was trying to prove a point. Like he still will shoot you and wear pink. <laughs> like it wasn't like. But you write about Kanye wearing pink. Yeah. I don't about pink shoes. Pastels in general, Kanye made. Um, but uh, that was something that I was thinking about today when I was coming here. I was like, you know what? There's the people that's just scared to criticize him for fashion purposes or whatever. I mean, criticize who? Kanye. I think it might have been when. What well, said 50-50? Somebody who, maybe it was last night or today, sent that uh, picture of that runner, Yeezy Foam Runner or whatever. That person was in that oh, restaurant or whatever. Andy, yeah. 
Fam, those are so bad. And people like it, it's almost like he gets a pass because he's Gaye. Like he shouldn't get a pass with stuff like that. That stuff sucks. Um, sucks. How much does it cost? Like regular price? Yeah. Oh, I have no idea. See, you know why well, I don't really well, mind why it. Why is it, re- fam? Okay, it's one thing if you make like a a bunch of sandals and you just like you put them in Gap for fifteen dollars each and they never sell out. That's fine. But you but, make stuff limited and it's selling for five hundred dollars after the fact. That's whack. But mm. even the ones that he Those has, they're only suck. what sixty five bucks. The slides. Yeah, but I, but <laughs> they sell out and they're two hundred. The foam runners are. Why about are you making that 100? stuff limited? That stuff is whack, bro. So whack. Look. I've always said this about Kanye. Kanye, and you want to know he gets whack. a pass. The Dodgers are so whack. I'm tired of the Dodgers already. Now, if they it doesn't matter, won the championship last year. No, you know what? I would be so heated. Hold on. You want to talk about being uh, psychologically damaged or whatever from that, fam? That team has psychologically damaged me. The Dodgers. The, the only reason why I care about how whack the Dodgers are. First of all, losing the series to the Angels is insane. Okay. Now, the only reason why. I'm bothered with how whack the Dodgers are is because they're still good play. Like, it ain't like, like they're all the same. They're the same people. So it's not like, okay, well, Betts is hurt, you know, everybody's hurt, you know, okay, hey, it is what it is. They just shouldn't be whack. My thing is, is that, oh, you still make the playoffs, you know, whatever, but if you don't, you get knocked out of the playoffs, it is what it is. Not, not even possibly, like, they're whack, all right? Like, they're just, I mean, they're, they're not whack. They're just, I feel like they don't care about the regular season. And now I don't pay attention to baseball fully until after All Star break. So I had to go back and do, I've been watching that. I have Dodgers game on TV all the time. But I was like, yo, them cats is whack. Like, they're just trending in the wrong direction. But I was like, I think they just don't care about it now. They're going to, in baseball, it doesn't matter. After All Star break, they probably get like a 21 game win streak or something, be first place <laughs> and get to the World Series. So I'm like, I ain't going to trip off of it. But I don't want them to be out of the playoffs. They whack. suck. Like suck. legitimately suck. I think it's care. Like, and wasn't even get himself fired. Listen, and I, and like I said, I give passes. You go to the World <laughs> Series. You always hated Luis Roberts. Uh, I look Dave Roberts. I mean Dave Roberts. Luis I, Robert is the cat I have all the cards of. I love him. <laughs> <laughs> he's injured. Bro. I love Dave Roberts. I think he's okay. He makes bad decisions at times like that. But the the Dodgers have been to like I don't know how many World Series now. All right, so <laughs> you can't make the hard. You can't really do it. I mean, the only coach I can think of that's come close to anything like that is Andy Reid getting all them AFC NFC East championships. Like. Yeah. And he finally got one. So what are you going to do now? KC is fine. can't fire. fire him. I was at Cortez's soccer practice, and this lady was like, oh, we got to get rid of Dave Roberts. I was like, we just won the thing. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? She was talking about the Rocky series. It was the first series of the, the opening season or whatever. But anyway, what were we talking about at first? I think we might have been done with that New Balance topic. Yeah. Whatever. Um, Aaron Rodgers? Oh, yeah. You got to talk about what... What you meant you when you said you were talking to somebody. Because anybody listening to the podcast knows I do not like Aaron Rodgers. Now, only because I don't like how Aaron Rodgers treats his coaching staff after they lose or become <laughs> whack. Because I said Aaron Rodgers is the only quarterback I have ever seen do that after the fact in a press conference. And there are a lot of phenomenal quarterbacks who end up playoff-wise just like him. Drew Brees ain't won one forever. Uh, Peyton Manning had this block of time. Like, it was a, it was other quarterbacks that were really good that just couldn't beat Tom Brady those years or whatever, whoever at the time. They never threw their coaching staff under the bus like he does every single year. So that always rolled with me with, like, how he is. But somebody made a great point this morning about Aaron Rodgers. If I said, George, who are the top two, three quarterbacks in the NFL, 
by default, you would say... Well, he won MVP, so... Well, yeah, but by default, you would say Tom Brady because he wins Super Bowl a year, and then Patrick Mahomes oh. and Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. And basketball, we'd say LeBron, maybe KD, stuff like that. And somebody said, you have to understand how it feels. Now, this is why I'm 50% back with Aaron Rodgers, because during this block of time he hasn't won a Super Bowl, I think he went one year 15-2, and 14-2, like multiple times, and still didn't get to the Super Bowl or the second round or whatever it was. But it does have to suck when I look at the Packers, I think the Packers care more about the culture of the Packers than they do of actually winning. And if I'm Aaron Rodgers and I have to sit back and watch somebody say, no, it's, not, it's pretty good. It's all right. The cake is good. The chocolate doesn't taste like oh, anything. chocolate. I thought that was like raisins or something. See, I thought it was uh, figs, and I hate figs. Oh, yeah. Figs are okay at Fig Noon, noon Cookies. You know? They don't care if fake news because it's a little it's bit. Good, actually. No, it's really good. The cake is good. It tastes like um like oh, homemade cake. Um I don't know why yours was playing soccer and mine was rollerblading, but um but it has to suck to see Tom Brady say, Hey, or somebody go to Tom Brady and say, Hey, you you want us to get Antonio Brown? And he's like, Yeah, go for it. You want us to get oh, this person? Go yeah, for yeah. it. You know what? Like when you saw the Buccaneers roster, there were players on there that a lot of us had no idea was even on the team that could probably still help somebody win. You got cake right there. Like, that could probably still yeah. help somebody win. The Buccaneers had Shady McCoy on their team. He didn't play one snap <laughs> of the Buccaneer. So it's like, I understand what he's saying now because in that block of time, all these years, I can't, if Aaron Rodgers is saying that no one ever comes to him and say, Hey, you know, Antonio Brown, you know, he got a little issues here and there, but like, you know, he seems like he's back. Would you want to give him a shot? Hey, you know, you want to go try to grab a, a Shady McCoy or a, or a whomever else, or you want to see if we could do this? They said they never do that. They never give him the input. So, you know what? I do have a little bit more respect for him than I did for that reason, because I would, it would suck to be in that situation. He, they even said, too, like him watching other sports to see LeBron be like, Y'all want AD or AD's coming. When AD was still on the Pelicans and it was the talks of Lakers, there was no doubt in any of our minds he was going to the Lakers. We didn't think like, oh, maybe the Heat. None of us. There is no other sport like that. Soccer, basketball, hockey, baseball, anything. There's no other sport like that besides basketball where it's like James Harden wants to go to the Nets. He goes to the Nets. Kyrie, I'm going to the Nets. Like, I'm going. It's not an option in, in football. It's a little bit different, but, like, the, he said, like, you know, they were talking about, like, Stephon Diggs. They didn't do anything for stuff like that, you know. And I was like, that makes a lot more sense. And I get it now. And I was like, I'd be frustrated, too, and I wouldn't want to be there. They also made a good point, too. They said the grudges that Aaron, Aaron Rodgers hold against his family, oh, he's not playing for the Broncos anymore. They're like, if you go hold a, a grudge like that against your actual blood family, you ain't coming back to the Broncos. So he said Broncos. I mean, uh, Packers or whatever. Oh, oh, oh. They were like, if he's mad at the Packers, oh, he ain't coming back. Uh, I mean... It- I think th- this argument has been said a million times, and I and I just I don't know how there's a way around it or how anyone could like I saw on draft night where they were like, oh, you think uh, Packers haven't drafted anyone for Aaron Rodgers? They're trying to make the defense better so they can win. Like, I mean, fam, <laughs> I'm not saying that you're not making a good argument when you say you're trying to make the team better by picking a different position but if you go 10 years without picking another skill player in the first round 
And when you do pick one, it's your backup, your replacement. Yeah. He has a legitimate gripe for that. I mean, look at every other team. I mean, I don't think they've picked someone in the first three rounds. Like, they picked Devontae in round two, I think, or whatever year it was. But outside of that, I don't think they picked anyone in the first three rounds in the last however many drafts who were offensive skill position besides his replacement. And at that, they picked a whack replacement. Like I said, I got Jordan Love rookie cards. I hope they skyrocket, but he is whack. And their GM or whoever it was even said the other day, he has a long way to go. Fam, he'd been on the team a year already, and they saying he got a long way to go. Well, the during the season, he wasn't even in uniform most of the time. Okay, they didn't. Have, we didn't have preseason last year, so co- rookie quarterbacks from last year didn't get the chance to like. Well, yeah, but the the quarterback so they had dressed their second quarterback. We didn't even know who the heck that was. No, I'm just saying, oh. like he gets like rookie quarterbacks from last right. year get one uh, free pass or whatever right. because they didn't have preseason last year. But outside of that, fam, I watched him throw. He was throwing balls directly into the ground. I like, think you had sent something like, like that, like a 20-yard, 15-yard pass in the ground. Who did he play for? Uh, I want to say Utah. Who was in Utah? Uh, Utah State. Oh, okay, that's right. So I was like, I get it, but the Packers are in a weird situation because you're gonna have to if you're gonna make if you're gonna let Jordan Love play, you're gonna want to get Jordan Love weapons. So you can't trade Aaron Rodgers to a team for their weapons because Aaron Rodgers is gonna need those weapons for that team, which means you're gonna end up giving a lot of draft picks. Now all I keep hearing is Tua Mayfield. Which I can't tell if that's a oh you're saying be not. traded for a quarterback right because you're gonna have to trade him for a quarterback and get draft picks you can't well, no I one's can't gonna trade him for two what would you why would you trade him for Tua though I mean then you have Love and Tua and you just figure out which one's better that's kind of think goofy. you think Tua's better oh he is but oh, okay. <laughs> I mean I think I mean I think it depends on like what they have to offer outside of just a straight up quarterback but they were just talking about Mayfield for Rodgers in two draft first round draft picks like uh, well, crazy yesterday I would imagine Aaron would not show up to Cleveland <laughs> you don't think so I mean they got a stacked team but they were saying that like if, if Aaron Rodgers went to the to the Browns would you be like oh they might go to the Super Bowl nah okay see I wouldn't either only because he hasn't won the Packers <laughs> like he's had 14-2 15-1 seasons and stuff with the Packers so it's like you ain't did it here why would you do it there I mean I kind of feel like the division he's had has been easier like now Chicago might be Way legit easier. Minnesota is like you should hate Minnesota as much as you hate like the Atlanta Falcons I do because they're the same way they need a quarterback Justin Jefferson is a, potentially a superstar he needs oh, a legitimate no. quarterback he's out of he's out of Minnesota as soon as his first opportunity <laughs> You have to because Minnesota drafts a quarterback in the first round next year or something. Like well, that. I don't know who's going to be good or what in these following years, but like they're not even trying anymore. And I get their deal with Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins isn't bad. You know, he actually had a pretty you know, decent. But season see, last that's year. the thing is like, but it's about the effort that you but, put into your team. But that's we, what I care about. But we say oh, he's not bad. I don't know. He's pretty whack. <laughs> like when you say like he's not bad, like. We should be saying, oh no, that quarterback's fire. But we say, well, he's not that yeah, bad. Yeah, but fam. out of thirty-two teams, what would you put Cousins? Thirty. Not knowing they're not that low. No, 20? I mean, but but yeah, he's outside the top half. That division. First of all, the Bears. Look, I know they got homeboy from Ohio State, but there is only. Besides, they're gonna be fire to me. Maybe not this year when he's a rookie, but they're gonna be fire. Fam, they're the the most two had the most wackest quarterbacks. History is the Bears and Ohio State. All right, you've like. <laughs> You've not put, whack college quarterbacks, right? Like you mean you to the put NFL. forth the effort of 
we're getting a quarterback now. Awesome Bears. But then you went and got a, the quarterback from the school who doesn't produce quarterbacks from the NFL. So it's like, <laughs> well, we're going to see what happens. Potentially could be unreal fire. You're right. But that defense, they got good wide receivers. They all right. But right now it's just to make Bears fans feel good. Like Bears fans legitimately can feel good for three years. You'll feel good. I'm like, okay, we'll feel good. You go eight and eight next year, or what is it now? Seventeen games? Whatever it is now. You go nine and whatever? Awesome. Next year, you better be better. Like this year <laughs> for Kyler Murray, I'm sorry. This is it for him. Like they have no. to. No, it, it has to be. It, it will be. I think be. he's shown that already that he's that he, that he's good. <laughs> I don't know about that, man. I would. I would. He's trade, shown. Oh, hold on. I would trade Kyler Murray for Aaron Rodgers. Not even a, a question. Because you have this, to get a new head coach if you do that. Because that that head coach is he's tied to Kyler Murray and also that offense. Either way, Aaron Rodgers is gonna have to realize anywhere he goes, anyways. If he goes anywhere, he's not going to the Super Bowl at all. Like, period. Maybe. You know where he Niners, should go, but they got he shouldn't be going to Pittsburgh. That's where he should go. I thought about that, but I don't think he'd go there. That's and they'd have to get rid of Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, but he's already done. I mean, he got no arm. He got no neck. He got no – Tim, Ben Roethlisberger, I think, is older than Aaron Rodgers is. I think he's 40, 41, something like that. I could be wrong about that. Aaron Rodgers was 36, 37? 38, I think. <laughs> he's something like that. Man, well, my nose has been tripping. Uh, What else have we talked about? Tim Tebow? <laughs> you want to talk about fail? I cannot wait until the Jaguars fail. Oh my God, it's going to be spectacular. Running that team like a college team. I mean, look, fam. I talked a little about uh, about it a little bit last week. The team that should know not to pick a running back in the first round is them. They got a Pro Bowler undrafted free agent, and they picked a running back in the first round. And then Urban Meyer was like, "Oh yeah, he's going to be our third down back." But you always you talk about the quarterback who might be the best quarterback prospect ever, number one, and then you didn't give him a weapon to use in the first round, like an offensive left tackle or a wide receiver. You gave him a third running back. You think Jacksonville's going to be bad? Well, it depends how good Lawrence is. If mm. Lawrence, we know teams can play above their true talent level if they have a good quarterback. Like, look what Andrew Luck did in Indy. These indie teams now have a legitimate defense and have some playmakers. Those indie teams weren't good. Definitely not on defense. They had luck. Some of the worst defense. I don't mean of like actual luck. I mean like Andrew Luck. Some of the worst O lines of all time too. So I mean, we know an elite quarterback can take teams further than what their team really is. But I mean, look at. Well, I guess the Chiefs were kind of good before Mahomes got there. I was going to say look what Mahomes did, but like I guess they even with Alex Smith, yeah, they, they were, were kind of like, good. Uh, but, I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't picture the Chiefs as have actually having any superstars, though, until, like, Tyreek Hill. And, oh, Kelsey. Sorry. Kelsey was a superstar even before Mahomes. Who? Yeah, but, like, wait, was he? He was there with Alex Smith, right? Yeah, he was there for, he's see, been there for a while. See, it was funny. Until Mahomes got there, I didn't pay no attention to any of them. I've never liked the Chiefs. Never. I thought their uniforms looked like McDonald's. I hated that I didn't look. I thought the, the lure of Arrowhead was a myth, unless it's the regular season, because you could count on them to get to the playoffs, but they didn't do nothing. That'd be a team I would have added to my list if they never would have got my homes. Clippers, 
Falcons, teams like that, like you just can't count on. Like you just nah, yeah, Clippers is different now. No, 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 stop it. Yeah, it is because they got Kawhi. Stop it, man. Them cats with Lob City had like some of the most. No, no, I know, but but Kawhi in. is Kawhi is a different level of winner, and the reason why I say that is because no one, no other. You could put LeBron on that Toronto team; they don't win the championship. I I will legitimately believe that. It's Kawhi hard to say. is a weird. He's like a weird winner. Like wait, wait. like get to it or win it. We do. Would the Raptors get to it? Well, no, I mean, they won the championship. No, no, with LeBron, with the Raptors. Oh yeah, get because to he gets okay. to the finals every year. Okay, but they wouldn't have won the championship. I, I'm convinced of that because Kawhi is is weird. That's why last year when they lost, the Clippers lost in the playoffs last year. That's why, like to me, I was dumbfounded. But that was like no, one of the worst Clippers playoff fails in, or the worst sports playoff fails in history. It was. It was. But. They didn't even lose to the Lakers, fam. They lost to the round before the Lakers. They lost to the Nuggets. Yeah. And they were up three. Now, the, the reason why I wasn't dumbfounded was because it was the Clippers. Like, you can't. Nah, but see, I look at it no, different if you, you get that specific player. Like, you talking about Atlanta, they haven't gotten that player yet. It's still Matt Ryan who's there. So, I get it. They um, pick another team. Houston. I mean, we thought it was Deshaun, and he he need too many uh, he massages. Okay. <laughs> he got problems. I mean, has, is there anything else with who that? Who needs who needs that many massages, fam? Yeah. But like, the, there's franchises that they don't have that it player. But Kawhi is a different. Who wins a championship with the Raptors? The Raptors like, have always been a playoff, a pretty no, decent but, playoff team. They've had Kyle Lowry and DeRozan. They've been okay. They just don't not as consistent. There's no consistent. DeRozan's not a winner like that. He's not, but like you And Kyle Lowry really isn't either. I mean oh, he balled out in that he balled out that yeah. playoffs and that finals. Because Kawhi was on his also, team. Also It's like it's like Chris Paul. The thing in Houston is like an anomaly for like his rest of his career because he's always been able to take a bad team or a mediocre team or whatever with like leadership and like that's why it was, the Houston thing was weird to me. I liked Chris Paul before Houston, and then I was like bothered by how he acted there, and so I hated him. And now that he's once he went to OKC, I was like, oh yeah, I like Chris Paul again. It's weird. There are certain guys that's like that. Chris Paul is definitely like that, but I think it has to do with the secondary player. Harden is probably too Paul. <laughs> well, I mean, the Nets don't the Nets have the best record in the East, or they're like or two or something? third, hmm. top three, whatever. But they're doing black too. Um, I mean, again, everyone's been out. I mean, the Knicks, I think, might potentially could pass them. <laughs> like, the Knicks, if they win the night against the Lakers, they lock up that fourth spot. Well, it might be over already because um, earlier on Twitter, when we started the show, they were talking about Um something. Look, man, when it comes to the Clippers, the Clippers will be the Clippers. You have to prove somebody wrong until then. I don't care who they have or whatever. Now, when you combine a Kawhi with the Paul George, Paul George comes with his own stigma of, like, not winning. Yeah. And then Kawhi comes with one of winning. Something's going to have to happen at some point there. Kawhi the, is the, a weird anomaly of the everything. Clippers don't get to the championship this year. Co- didn't Kawhi better. beat LeBron they're twice? Better than last year. Or did what, did he leave the second time? The, he beat the LeBron. Spurs beat him twice, right? The Spurs no? beat the Heat in the first year that LeBron was there for the championship. He, oh no, the Mavs. No, no, no. the Mavs the, did. Mavs. Oh, Mavs was the first to beat. They beat. Yeah, they beat the. They beat the. Oh, well, sorry. He was at the Heat. Spurs beat the Cavs. Beat LeBron Cavs uh, for the championship. Yeah, they swept them, and then and they beat the Heat one time too. They did. Pretty sure. Spurs got a chip. No, no, they were going to, and then Ray Allen hit the corner three. I remember That's that. When the, that was when they Heat won their second championship. No, the but, first one. The Heat won the first against the Spurs. Lost. No, the Heat lost their very first with LeBron to the Mavs. Then the second one was against the Spurs. They won that one. Then Kawhi then beat the Cavaliers the first time LeBron got to the finals, like with the Cavs a long time ago. Something like that. Whatever. I don't think he was on that team. On that one against LeBron Cavs. 
He, he had to be. I thought he was on two the teams with like Ginobili in them. Not the not the teams at the very beginning of the Spurs run. Like when Duncan was old, at the end of Duncan's time. He was there for about four more years of Duncan, I think. Three maybe. Yeah, but how, I think Kawhi, how many did he win? How many did they win when he was there? One. Okay. Kawhi only had one before he so got So they there. beat LeBron one time. They beat LeBron one time. Cavs okay. LeBron. Yeah. Right. Um, so I don't know. About Clippers this year, I don't have. Actually, I don't know who's going to the finals. Honestly, I think Utah, this is Utah's year. They, they, I would have said that a while back, but they're whack now. I mean, no, they're they got still injuries, winning pretty good. Like, Mitchell was out, but they're still winning. Jordan Clarkson is balling. Yeah, yeah, forty right. something. Yesterday. So like, they still have an yeah, opportunity depending still, on what Mitchell does. And Jordan Mitchell Clarkson is like, I mean, that's another example for Kuzma needs to leave because Jordan Clarkson was like that in L.A. too. Like, he's just a spinhead. No, has no idea what he's doing. Just head on, just like this. Hey, man, he be balling. But I couldn't tell you when the championship. In the East, I'm, my sleeper team is the Hawks still. And they're going to play the Knicks in the first round, most likely, 4-5. I wouldn't be shocked if the Hawks got to the Eastern Conference Finals. I don't think anybody in the East is that good. Bucks, I don't trust the Bucks. I mean, the Bucks are the Bucks. Shout out to everybody who's like, yo, y'all treat Milwaukee bad, fam. <laughs> not even Milwaukee. It's Wisconsin because I know Milwaukee. Milwaukee got some streets out there. All right. Wisconsin, look, like I said, it's based off what we see on TV. Farms, cheese being made, camouflage vests, and... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you're talking about uh, Marco on uh, Twitter. Um, what else we got there? DK Metcalf. That was fire to me. I, I mean... Was tight. I was excited. That was he, tight. So, I've talked about it on not my sneak disc Twitter account, but my other Twitter account. I mean, if to me, if he trains as a runner and lose you know is in like runner shape instead of football shape he's a sub 10 meet 100 meter guy he has to be yeah cats was like including willis was like yo he trashed dead last i was like dead last in, in, in sprinting by milliseconds it doesn't mean nothing i was like dk metcalf is living the dream to be like you know what i think i could do that and go out there and, and yeah i doubt there was much training <laughs> he ran track in high school, I think. Oh, no, I'm college. sure he did when he was right. younger, but, I'm, but fam, he, 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 way he's that, he's that size because he plays football. Fam, he looked like he was running with his kids. Like, <laughs> I was like, yo, you see him? Run? I was like, he looks like he's running with children. Like, oh, I could go, I could run. Come on, kids. Like, and he was out there blazing. And I said, and you could just tell his technique too. Like, he lifted his head too quick. He didn't like. He was just big. And plus, somebody had made the point about running routes. They were like, you can't run like a sprint. When you run routes, he has to look when he's running routes because he can get himself lit up if he doesn't know where he's going and run yeah. a route. Now, some do put the head, you know, whatever. But, I mean, like I said, man, you live in the dream if, like, you can be no, like, he, I well, want to try out for the yeah, Olympics and you get on there and, listen, and yeah, cool. he's not a sprinter in terms of technique and or size. I mean, if he no, – Noah Lyles – okay, we had Bolt. Bolt was 6'5", but Bolt didn't weigh 240 pounds or whatever DK weighs. Um, Noah Lyles is one of the taller sprinters. Uh, um, that the U.S. has a lot of the other guys. Mike Rogers is tiny. Um, Trayvon Bramos tiny. Um, I can't. Oh, Christian Coleman's tiny. Hey, small. Those guys go to the NFL, and get destroyed. So it's like Lyles is the type of guy who could be. That's like that's what you should look at when you look at DK. No, he's not six five, but he's probably five eleven or something like that. Six foot. So yeah, football height. But look at Lyles' shape. Like, fam, he, I mean, he probably weighs 160 pounds or something like that. Like, like they don't get, nobody should be off. embarrassed or would think DK no. got smoked or whatever. He probably had zero training and went, he walked off the street and ran a 10 <laughs> 3. I mean, nice. that's why I was like, man, you live in the life, man. If you'd be like, 
You know what? Let me go do that. I'm running fast. Give me a shot. And you still run a 10. Like, that's I think it would amazing. be a sub 10 second. They're lean, they're lean muscle, and he's muscle, muscle. Like, and it's amazing in the NFL yeah, yeah. because of how big he is and what he can do. That's what makes it amazing with him. It's not a, you know what I mean? Like, I expect the little cats to run fast. Like, you see this big giant dude. That's what makes him phenomenal in the NFL. Like, God dang, he's that big and runs that yeah, fast. Yeah, I think Mahomes had tagged uh, Tyreek Hill to go do it next or something. Like, and he ran even, track and field in college. Yeah, like even Tyreek, I think people would. I guess I, I saw something on Twitter where people thought DK would be like sub ten seconds. Like, damn, not what? off the street. Like, but the, but the same thing would happen if Tyreek ran. I think people, like casual fans, stupid fans, or whatever you want to call them, would assume like, oh yeah, fam, he's gonna run like nine nine. No, he's not. <laughs> nah. He's not going to be close. Now, if he trained and that was his thing, yeah, he'd probably be just as fast as Christian Coleman. And Christian Coleman's like a 9'6", 9'7", guy. I'd probably be more interested in seeing that than DK. Like, I, I think Coleman ran 9'6", as his fastest or something like that. So, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me, but, like, you don't just walk up the street and do that. I mean... Anyone making fun of him is, is missing the tight. point. I was like, man, boy, DK, boy, that was And that's tight. one of the things I can't wait for is, like, the Olympics. I follow track and field not just during the Olympics. I follow it all four years, like, year-round. So, like, the U.S., in terms of men's and women's, maybe has never been in better shape. Now, I think Christian Coleman is suspended, so I don't know if he can actually compete this year for the Olympics. I think he got a doping suspension. But the U.S. still has... Like, I, ironically, I was watching track videos today, and it was basically it was because of watching DK yesterday, just, like, watching the top guys. So two of the best sprinters in the U.S. right now are, like, 20-year-old college kids. One goes to LSU, and then the other one is the white kid from Texas who, like, broke the national high school record in the 100 last year when he was – or whatever, two years ago, him. before pandemic. All right. And now he's at Georgia. He's a sophomore, and he ran, like, the eighth – him and the LSU kid ran like the eighth and ninth fastest indoor 200s of all time this year. And who knows if they're even in shape. So no, there's no. nothing better than an Olympic year. Like, I, I'm not glad that we had the pandemic, but I'm glad that we have the Olympic that like they didn't cancel the Olympics. Right. That it's actually going to happen. No, I'm excited for it. I can't wait. I love I swimming love and track and field. Track and field, swimming, gymnastics. I watch all of that. I watch all of it. I can't wait. Um, I think that might be it. I have anything else sports wise. I feel like we talked about everything. I feel like boxing is trash now. Not trash. <laughs> Not trash. I you know that Floyd Mayweather was like, oh, I mean, uh, oh yeah, that it was just was funny because it, like he reacted like a little kid. He took his hat and he had nowhere to go. He was like surrounded. Like, what'd you take his hat for? But they did what they were trying to I mean, they were trying to promote it. That's, that's exactly what they did. Damn, come on, man. You gotta. I mean, I don't like feeling embarrassed with somebody else. I really don't. I don't know how you fix boxing. Like, if boxing has come down to like YouTubers I mean, I, and stuff like that, well, I, I ain't got time for that, man. So and I watch a the, lot of boxing. the last big boxing match was Canelo, obviously, and he did what he was supposed to do. Like, I didn't watch the fight because I'm not paying for none of that stuff. Like, I'll watch it at a bar if it's on or whatever. But I, I go on Twitter and I read like the serious boxing columnists' opinions. For the most part, it sounded oh, like the fight was fairly close, was really at least until like maybe the last two rounds, like seven and eight. That's when Canelo started to pull away, which is that's how when you're elite, that's what you should do. You feel him out for two, three rounds, and then by six or seven, eight, that's when you start dominating. And he made a guy quit. Like it was he did like what he was supposed to do mid mid seventh because it was starting to kind of turn around the six. Like it was like, you know, this guy's actually fighting. He's actually doing all right. But then Canelo just caught him with, like, two good ones. I was like, ooh. Even when he punched him. In yeah, I, I think whatever 
guy I was reading had the other dude. I don't even remember his name anymore. I know he's undefeated, but Billy, I don't remember his name. Yeah, Saunders. Yeah. They had him ahead after three rounds. He, yeah. They had him up two to one. Now, we know boxing judges probably would not agree because right. it's fraud. But the good thing that I'll say is Canelo did what he's supposed to do. He he ended the fight before it got to the judges. Now, he probably was going to win anyways because boxing judges are terrible. But he – and I'm not even saying he's consciously thinking this, but he – he finished it without controversy, which right. is what we that's all we asked for. Let's finish the fight with no controversy. Even so. when he punched him, they both stopped. Like he kind of stopped when he punched him because he could he said he felt that he messed up something when he punched him in the face. Like, oh, he yeah. said he felt it. And I was like, man, that's crazy. And they showed like the x-ray, like a what it was, bro. Man, it was all shattered there. And I was like, after that. I mean, you know the headache you gotta have. Even if you don't get <laughs> even if you don't break your face, like the headache you have to have after a boxing match is insane. I watched some right? highlights today of an Anthony Joshua fight that it didn't say what round it was, but the fight the highlight was so long that it must have been at least nine, ten rounds. And the the dude he was fighting was like you know they say like you're a game fighter if you can go a lot of rounds yeah. with like a big but all you're doing is prolonging punishment if you're gonna get knocked out anyways like in round 10 right. just get knocked just get out knocked in this out. first and second round that's how those dudes die because it's not like MMA where you're getting hit with like a really thin glove right. and like you don't take a lot of facial or head punishment or whatever boxers get those like br- brain bleeds because you're getting punched with a softened mitt and it it just adds up it's like all over the and over yeah it's all that trauma just adds up so like and if you fight thirty fights I'm not surprised a lot of those dudes die in the ring or whatever like Damn, that's what I'm saying a like, lot of them are they're like you could just tell they're different like they're slower like talking wise like they're just oh, yeah. cognitive like it's just way different well I mean look what happened I'm not sure I'm not saying that I'm not a doctor I'm not connecting it to Muhammad Ali but you saw right. Muhammad Ali at the last 20 years of his life was not I watched uh, a documentary on him which I watched plenty of documentaries of Muhammad Ali and like just gained like a way more even though I never watched him fight you know obviously wasn't old live or even old enough or whatever yeah. I was like, man, that cat was really a hero. Like that cat was the real deal. Oh yeah, I remember we saw him at, at a cheesecake factory out here. It was a different era. Like you, right. you I mean, he almost was like kind of not forced, but you know what I mean. Like right. he was looked at as like, a, like Michael Jordan could get away with saying like Republicans buy sneakers too in his era because there wasn't a lot of controversy. Right. Whereas like in Ali's era, if he said that, people would have looked at it, it was like civil rights era. They were right. like, man, what? Fam, when he was in, we were in cheesecake factory. He was in there with his wife. I mean, you would have thought, like, we were looking at aliens. Like, the, the place shut down. Oh, yeah. Like, it was just like. I seen him in person <laughs> one time. It wasn't even, like, because, like, I don't have that connection to him, like, boxing-wise, but I have yeah. it through my dad. Like, my dad was just, oh, Muhammad Ali, Muhammad Ali. And it was just, like, everybody out of their seats like this. He was in the entryway. Like, came in to sit down and eat, and it was, like, a busy, maybe, like, a holiday, just a regular Sunday, just busy at a cheesecake factory. It was about, man, 15, 20 years ago. And it was just like, man, it was like looking at, yeah. he was just, you know, she was shaking, you know, but it was like, he was like this, had his polo shirt <laughs> on. That was one of the greatest things ever, man. Uh, let's do top 10, top 10, listen, get the heck out of here. All right. Shout out to the homie Josh Mill, 2323. He had made a suggestion on sports. He said top 10 sports individual performances, but I kind of freaked it a little bit because I looked at it too late. So we did top 10 sports moments we seen live. That could be in person or television. Do you have any honorable mentions? Uh, no, because I did a split. But what basically what I did is I just did five in person and then five my favorite that I watched live. See, I don't have a lot of 
all my sports in person, nothing great ever happened. Like I never saw anything that yeah, was just I like mean, awesome. Two of the ones that I saw live could be argued that they're like really really consequential things. The rest of them is just like personal favorites. Oh, okay. For the most part. Most of mine, so most of mine are things that like I remember where I was and they were big moments in sports. Not necessarily yeah. like you know, mine are just sports in general, not like, you know, not a home run, not all of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm a mentions I have. Actually, let me go. I'm a mentions I have Michael Johnson gold shoes only because. Oh, yeah. Track and field was just like I you said. Think about track that. and field is one of the major events of the Olympics. That's what everybody works for. 100 yard dash, the, the relay, all that stuff. It's just such a big deal. And I remember that time and era was like. We went back to school. Everybody's talking about the gold shoes. And, like, it was just such a, like, big moment for Nike. It was such a big moment for track and field. It was just, it was well, really dope. Well, and it was after and the he, bombing, too, so. Oh, yeah, in Atlanta. So, he had whooped yeah. on everybody, smoked them. It was dope. Uh, Quiet Raptors. I thought that was a really big moment. One, because, like you said, I mean, it was the Raptors. Like, the jump shot going in in the earlier behind. round is, like, the iconic moment from that right. season or playoffs. And it probably would have been different if KD and or clay are playing but yeah i mean which is why with Kawhi you say like yeah but he's no, different but taking them there kd and clay out Fam, like who's even taking that team there uh kobe airballs watching that live oh, yeah. i remember being at home <laughs> i remember being at home and i was like i would beg my mom not to go with her because i wanted to watch that the playoffs lakers in utah that was one of the biggest <laughs> moments in sports history because one i was so, so surprised that shaq wasn't angry now he might have been but he never showed it didn't act like it on the court and i couldn't believe this kid would not stop shooting well yeah so the and everybody I, was and it was uh, it was Dale harris was the coach at the time i think i don't think it was I phil jackson remember. yet but the only thing i remember is distinctly like people in la because this, this is when i was in high school so people in la Debating the next day whether his career was already over. Yeah, facts. I specifically remember that because I remember I was like, "Oh, this kid's done." Like because yeah. he was what nineteen? Sports talk radio and like even at school, everyone was debating like, "Is his career?" We already thought it over was from this? over. I thought it was. I was like, "Oh my!" Like it wasn't one. It was what four? Three oh, or four? I just remember two, but maybe there was. More. I think it was three or four, and it was like. Oh, and like airball after airball. It was like, I mean, he's not like just missing, but it was the guts because you saw it in him. Like, yeah. fam, this is a playoff. What was it game seven? Like, yeah, it was a, it was an important game. Like, they got, they lost after yeah, that. Yeah, it was an elimination game, I'm pretty sure. That was crazy. Uh, Dez catch. Dez catch was a, oh. a it was a <laughs> one kind of personal, but two, it really kind of changed in football as well. Like, you had to really follow through with the catch, and it was everything is like, Dez caught it. Like, anytime you get the ball, you had to follow through with the catch and hit the ground. You got to catch it now. That one right there, well, everyone thought it was a it catch. back now, didn't they? I don't even know. I but think they like, changed it back now. If you, it was, if, if you caught it and the ball flips out of your hand while you're, like, getting up, it's not a incomplete. Anymore. That Cowboys game. That was a catch. Was the a, Megatron one was a was catch. Like a catch. Like, against yes. the Bears in the back of the end zone. Like, it was such a pivotal moment and one, the game was phenomenal. The Cowboys probably had never played a better game like that in probably the last <laughs> whoever many well, years. Well, teams don't win in Lambeau in the playoffs. In I Lambeau. Mean, and it might have been snowing. a I dome team. You and got a dome team going in there. Romo balled out and I remember everybody who I argue with that hate the Cowboys. They were like... Damn, that was a catch. That was like, <laughs> it was a catch. Uh, other one, I got LeBron 3-1. I mean, it wasn't really super-duper shocking. It was something that we ain't seen yet in the finals. But, like, I just, like you said to Andy, it's just really hard to count against yeah. LeBron. It was like we knew he could do it. The only— I never thought LeBron couldn't do it. 
The and, problem for me in remembrance of that one is just the iconic moment is like Steph Curry throwing the around the back pass out of bounds. So it's not a LeBron or a Ky- I know Kyrie made the three. Right. But what I remember most is the pass out of bounds because then the meme came out where he like threw the NBA championship trophy oh, around right. his back out of bounds and Clay standing in the corner like this, like, well, fam, what you doing? Huh? I forgot about that. So like that's the iconic moment for me. I and Kyrie's three. And so that's why it wouldn't make a top five or ten for me. But yeah, I know what you're talking about. They came back from three one against the best team maybe right. in NBA history. So And so it was like, that's ah, a big moment. And plus I was in New York at the time watching that. Um, and that's why they got KD. So that didn't happen no more. And flu game. Flu game, only reason why it's not in my top only because I remember where I was. I was at my friend Donnie's house. I watched a lot of basketball in my friend Donnie's house. And the only reason why the flu game isn't in my top is because it's been like sully. Like it's been like broke down so many times over the years. Oh, it was food poison. It was it oh, yeah, pizza. It. He yeah. was drunk. But still, so if like, you, I mean, to me, it's like, who cares if it's flu or food poisoning? I've had food poisoning right. before. It feels just as bad. Damn, it feels worse, I think, than the flu. Like both times I felt like dying. So um, you got food poisoning, you probably duking all over yourself. You know? When you got the flu, you might not. It depends. Either end, like (laughs) facts. Uh, You got a modern mentions? Nah, I mean I'll do my in person top five first, and then we can do both, like top five, whatever. Just watching. Cool. (laughs) Go for it. Cool, cool. All right, top five in person, and uh, like I said, five and six is a slash because it was hard to determine which one was better. But uh, number five is a slash between. How many did you make? I made two lists, one one through five, and the other one one through five. So oh. it's ten total things. Oh, okay. <laughs> so number five is a slash. Um, and these are watch. Yeah, this is when I was at the game. Okay. These are at the game things. So Hannah and I went to Arizona, Washington, 2011, when um, they both they were they were competing for like uh, number one of the conference. Um, I think Washington had already smashed them in the game in um, Seattle. And it was a one-point game, two seconds left, something like that. And we're literally sitting right in front of, like, on the ba- like the baseline. not Like, not in the baseline seats, but if you take the baseline and draw a line up to, like, the first couple rows, we're, like, right there. And the block happened right in front of us. So Derek Williams helped mm-hmm. weak side help off his man when like 0.2 seconds on the clock blocked a shot controversy is it goaltending is it whatever fam the most nuts I've ever seen in arena of like tied with this other moment but like the most nuts I've ever been in a stadium like in a basketball arena before like a home team arena you know what I mean and then tied with the other time the very next season Florida was like number one or number two and it was when they had those good Florida teams not the ones with Joakim Noah that won the championship but the ones when like um they had uh, uh, oh, what's his name? White um, dude, not Jason Williams, but uh, um, nah, nah, not those teams either. Um, hmm. this was 2012, so Arizona had Mark Lyons, Nick Johnson, Solomon Hill, that team, and I think Derek Williams had already left to go be the second pick in the draft. But um, who who was on that team? Oh, Kenny Boynton was the point guard for Florida. Um. Patrick something was their big guy. I can't remember. But they were like number two in the country or something like that. And they in the first half, they were smashing Arizona. They might have been up by like 15 at one point. And Arizona had a furious comeback at the end. Florida turned the ball over. Arizona cut it to two with 20 seconds left. They fouled. 
Dude was a 90% free throw shooter and missed the front end of one and one. Arizona got the rebound, and Mark Lyons called for the screen and went around the screen and made like kind of like a floater from the side. And there still was like six seconds left on the clock, and Arizona was up one, and Florida went down. They didn't even get a shot off. They like <laughs> dribbled, fumbled the ball, and just to see like a Billy Donovan this wasn't team. A tournament game was it? Nah, this was like oh, okay. uh, pre not preseason, but like early in the season before conference. This was in Tucson. Um, and just to see, and Arizona was ranked, so I'm not trying to make it seem like it was like a you right. know was a David versus, versus Goliath thing, but like based on the talent on the floor, at least college talent, you could tell Florida was clearly the better team. Right. So them being leading by 15 or whatever was kind of expected. You know, like everybody in the arena obviously wanted Arizona to win, but it was kind of like, all right, if Florida wins by eight or ten or whatever, no one will be surprised. And it was just the craziest comeback. And then Lions. So we were this time we were on the baseline, like probably like twenty rows up, and so the basket he made the game winning basket on was right in front of us. In that same game? No, it was in the Ari- oh. in the Arizona Florida game. So Arizona Washington, two thousand eleven. Arizona Florida was two thousand twelve. He made the game winning like floaters, whatever, off the glass. And then, like I said, Florida came down with six, seven seconds left or whatever and didn't even get a shot off. And everybody in the arena went nuts. And it was like a whiteout game. Both games were whiteouts. The Washington game was a whiteout game. And the and I don't mean white people. White white t-shirts. Yes. So both games were whiteout games. Just crazy. So those are tied for number five of being in person. Because, like, not only was it crazy, but both times it was like – it's one thing if it happens on the basket on the other end of the floor, but when it happens on the basket that you're in front of, it to me it makes it a little bit better. And both times with the block and and like the block, everyone went crazy, but at the same time they're looking at the refs like, are they going to call a goaltending or whatever? Anyways, anyways, number four, Browns beat the Jets in a 19 game losing streak. Baker Mayfield comes on at halftime. The uh, Browns are down 14 to three. Baker Mayfield throws a first pass after halftime at the loudest NFL football stadium I've ever heard in my entire life because Browns fans obviously are ridiculous and they thought he was the second coming of Jesus when he threw that pass. So they did end up winning and it was tight because we were like in the first row of the upper, of the upper, um, you know, second deck. And so we're like at the 20 yard line ish, but, you know, close enough to the, where you can see the end zone and they scored the winning touchdown there. It's pretty dope. Uh, number three, the 2017 NLDS game three, the Dodgers swept the D backs to advance to the NLCS. Um, and I mean, they had already been there, but just being in person at that game because it was here in Phoenix. And we had good seats. They were only like 80 bucks. So NLDS game three, Dodgers win three to one. Pretty exciting. Number two, um, I've been to a bunch of NCAA games. And say basketball games in my life, but we went to when the Final Four was here. We went to the Final Four and the championship. UNC beat Gonzaga for the championship here, and it was a close game down to the very end. Dope. And then I was Who actually was on that team. What's that? Who's on that team? So, Adam Morrison. No, that was when Gonzaga had um, oh, the point guard from Las Vegas. I don't remember his name. UNC had Joel Berry. That was like their mm. their best player. Um, Collins, Zach Collins was a, a freshman on that Gonzaga team. They also had that Karnowski or whatever his name was from overseas. Um, I, don't even remember I can't. That team. Oh, uh, Niles Williams Goss 
was the Gonzaga. He transferred from Washington to to Gonzaga, and that was their, that, that was their point guard. I don't remember all of who, who UNC had, but I know Joel Berry was their point guard and their leading scorer. Probably a bunch of dudes who ain't didn't make the NBA. <laughs> um, and then number one, I was actually in there in person when Barry Bonds stole his 500th base, and he's the only man in, in MLB history to have 500 home runs and 500 stolen bases against the Dodgers and the Giants one by one. So that sucked, but it's pretty cool. Iconic game. Wait, what year was that? 2003 oh, in San Francisco. I was going to say 20, uh, 2001, 2003. All right. You do the other ones now too or no? Nah, go ahead. Number 10. I did my 10 through the one like usual. Number 10. I got Nuggets Sonics. All right. That playoff oh, series yeah. with the Nuggets the Kembe. Sonics. That was just a great series one because, like, I mean, I lived in Oregon at the time, and I was a huge Lafonso Ellis fan. Like, I just always had been. Like, even he's a Notre Dame. Yeah, I didn't care for Notre Dame, but, like, I just love Lafonso Ellis. It just got hurt too much. It's a weird fandom. I, I used to love him. I had his jersey and everything. I stole that out of my garage. But I was also a huge Sean Kemp, Gary Payne fan as well. I mean, obviously living up in the Northeast or whatever. So, I mean, Northwest. So, um, and I didn't care for the Blazers that much. But, like, it was just a phenomenal game to see and won the Nuggets being, like, kind of on the rise to being, like, a decent team or whatever. They made the AC or whatever. And the Nuggets had sucked for so long. And then they came in there and swept the number one team out of control. Uh, number nine, Tyson Bites. Holy <laughs> I remember that we were ah, remember Willis Willis was in town we were in California and I remember that we were mad we were going to my mom's friend's house to watch it I was like oh my gosh like because back then fight parties would be packed like yeah. it'd just be out of control it was so packed in the house me and Willis had to watch it at through the screen window in a chair so we're watching it and when Tyson bit is it I mean the house just went nuts number eight I got Marshawn Lynch playoffs run oh, against man. the Saints <laughs> one because I was getting off a flight and I was just trying to watch the playoffs so bad and then we get in the airport and we could see like the game was fun, going great and then with the overtime they went to the car rental place watched it on that TV saw the run freaking ran through the Saints phenomenal that was awesome everybody Grab lost their mind junk. <laughs> number seven I got the last shot remember my friend Donnie's house like I said I watched a lot of basketball for at the homie's house and it was just I mean, you just knew what was happening. It was just Jordan, Byron Russell at the top of the key. You knew what was going to happen, you know? And it happened. And it wasn't, like, unusual. It was just it was Jordan. Um, number six, I got the Weber timeout. That Weber timeout, <laughs> one, because I remember when I was watching it with my dad, we didn't know that. I, didn't, I guess we just didn't know that rule. I didn't know that rule. You didn't have no more timeouts. You call a timeout, you get a technical. We didn't know where my dad was going crazy. Couldn't believe it. It was like, what the heck? Like, losing. And then when we found the rule... That was my first time, like, seeing everybody, like, go nuts around me. And I really didn't know too much was going on. I just wanted to watch Michigan. I mean, it should have Michigan. been travel anyway. But yeah. <laughs> right. He did get caught up in that corner and was sliding his feet. But, you know. Uh, number five, I got the Dream Team. One, because I remember watching it with my dad growing up. And I remember I didn't know other countries played basketball at that time. I had no idea. Like, and it was such a big moment in basketball because, like, you saw all your players you watched individually on their teams on one team and that like was the first time professional players got to play in there and I remember like the times were weird like it would show like oh, yeah it was in Barcelona yeah so like it would show like just the first quarter or the first half or something oh, like that oh they would show a, a yeah like thing. it was it was crazy but I just remember how great that was and how big it was and like you know how such a, like a big deal it was and I had never knew like 
other people play basketball. I thought it was just us, you know. Um, number four, I got Tyson being knocked out by Buster Douglas. I remember where I was then, too, because the, all the conversation was like, man, Tyson going to knock him out. Which round Tyson going to knock him out? And then Tyson got knocked around in the 10th, and it was how Tyson got knocked out, how he got up and looked. He just goes like, oh, couldn't pick his mouthpiece up. And once the ref counted it, hugged him. I remember that. Uh, number three, McGuire Sosa home run run <laughs> because I remember we were playing basketball and we had summer league and we were playing this Jewish community in California the Bay Area and it was a super duper nice Jewish basketball facility and I mean they had the state of the art everything in their TVs everything but we would play our games and as soon as halftime was up we all ran to the hallway just to watch the TVs to watch because like Sosa McGuire was playing that day we didn't have talk with the coach what to change up at halftime <laughs> we weren't doing nothing everybody in the stadium was in the lobby watching all the TVs at the top to watch a home run to see if so Sosa, McGuire, same day games, like split screen, you know. That was just a great time in baseball. Uh, number two, the Malice in the Palace. When Ron Artest oh, ran yeah. up there, I remember I was mad because I had to drive separately to Native New Yorker to meet up, like Rocio and somebody. Or I don't know who it was. I think it was Rocio at the time. Um, and I think we were married. Yeah, maybe. I don't remember. But I remember we were a Native New Yorker, and I was the only one watching the TV because it was Pistons Pacers. And... I remember, like, everyone's eating dinner, and then when they started fighting, I jumped up out of the chair in the restaurant, like, yo, they fighting! Everybody in the restaurant went, <laughs> and everybody ran to the TV and was watching it, and it was just the most amazing thing we ever seen. They were squaring up with fans. Like, it was, like, a real thing, and it was one of those things that you always wonder why it never happened, but until you actually see it happen, it was, like, nuts. If I see it happen now, I don't think I'd be shocked. Like, it's happened a couple times in college basketball last year. I think Kentucky players that did it, but, like... <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked. It'd be, like, more funny now. You know what I mean? And number one, Colin Kaepernick taking a knee. I mean, that changed the landscape. That was a societal issue that started out in sports. Like, the fact of, like, the simple understanding of why he was doing it was getting muddled with the fact of what he was doing and when he was doing it. Like, if he would have chose to take a knee any other time besides the national anthem, it probably when they made a deal. Like, who knows? I don't know another time he could have did it where it would have made a statement, but he lost his job, like, never came back. Like, that thing was monumental in society. Like, it's crazy. He's still a monument to, like, change, like, in this modern-day area. Like, he's going to go down as a actual hero to me. Like, I mean, he's got to go in the history books. You know what I mean? So that's my top 10 sports moments I've seen live. Um... Number five, Red Sox come back from down 0-3 to beat the Yankees in 2004. I mean, you could pick any of the moments from the series. I just remember the Dave Roberts stolen base because he had twice. He had in a, as a pinch runner twice stole bases. And if he gets thrown out, the game's over. The series is over. That was uh, so, Johnny Damon hit the grand slam, too? Yeah. Yeah. But, but that game was – game seven was got right. like out of hand. I mean, I think they beat him like – They slapped Yeah, 12-1 to 1 or something like that. But, yeah, the other games are all close. But that's number five. Uh, number four, Tiger Woods win his first Masters in 1997. Obviously, Tiger's got a lot of good moments. I mean, he got the moment where he, like, pointed at the cup, you know, before the ball went in. Right, winning in, uh, in sudden death or or you know extra holes, whatever it was. Um, Tiger won the U.S. Open by 15 strokes. That's a record. But Tiger winning his first Masters, um, you know when I forgot about that. That was they, a good one. Yeah, I mean, no one expected him to win. I think he was he would have been 20. No, sorry, um, 19, eight, uh, no, 21. I don't remember. I need to look it up. I don't think he was 21. Wasn't it like 20. Well, I know Tiger's a couple years older than I am, like maybe f- three or four, five years older than I am. So, 
Mm. I'm pretty sure he would have. He was like 21 or 22, something like that. But yeah, 1997, Tiger wins his first Masters. Everyone was blown away. That I should have had that on my list. That was an exciting thing. Tiger, I mean, Tiger winning the Masters. 2019 or whatever could have made the list. It like went in a major for the first time in 11 years. Me and all my uncles left church early. Like we left, we were like we're leaving. <laughs> like I remember we came home and we were like delaying going to dinner so we could finish watching this. We after church we would go to Sunday dinner. Like oh, we were watching that. That was yeah. that was awesome. There's a, a lot of boxing moments that you could put on there, but my favorite one because Roy Jones Jr. was my favorite boxer was when he knocked out Montel Griffin in the first round mm. to get revenge from the disqualification. Montel Griffin talking all that nonsense and got KO'd in round one. I don't know if it was like a minute and a half into the fight or whatever, but he got knocked into last year. Watch that at Sed's house. Yeah, he was asleep. Uh, number two, Kirk Gibson home run, game one, 1988. I mean, I, I, right. and the only reason that's not number one is because number one is- I thought that was going to be your number one. Jordan last shot. Oh. Just because at the time when it happened, we wouldn't have picked that as an iconic moment because no one probably assumed he was going to retire. Right. But now that you look back, it's the most iconic moment, maybe other than him hitting the jumper over ELO. At least in terms of Jordan made shots, you know, everyone talks about did he push off, did this, did that. And he stood there for a while after he made the jump shot like this. So, and there's a shoe named after it, whatever else, you know. I mean, mean, it's just iconic. Like, it's one of the best photo ops ever. Like, and I mean, it was that was the second time against Utah, which was a team that got the the finals two times in a row, which is a madly disrespected team. I mean, they got to the final two times in a row, <laughs> and you got to pace Jordan every time. That yeah. sucks. Like, there's no worse time in basketball when you had to play Jordan, period. I don't care what they're doing now. If you were the Miami Heat, the Knicks, the Pacers, the Utah Jazz, the Supersonics, the Spurs, any of these teams, uh, Spurs didn't run into Bulls, any of those teams that had to play fight Jordan, Especially in the East to get to the, the finals. It was the worst time ever. It was the awesome time for the Rockets. Rockets, whoo, they got in there twice when Jordan was gone. And well, Jordan came back, but he was he was forty five Jordan yeah. back then. So um Orlando had the opportunity, but they were just too young. You know, the young Shaq, you gotta go against Elijah Juan, Kenny Smith, you gotta go against all them, Vernon Maxwell, all them cats. You won winning it. So that was a phenomenal era, but whoa, last shot. Last shot is a is a good one. I mean, like I said, man, you can't there's nothing better than that. All right, I got nothing else. I got to get out of here. <laughs> Anything else? Nothing? That's the sneak no. test. Bow, 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 bow. Oh, my goodness.